Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You were having a freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday, one day away from East Carolina and BYU, a Friday night lights game coming up 8 o'clock on the Deuce ESPN2. Our pregame coverage will begin Friday at 4 o'clock right here on pirate radio on the bud light pregame tailgate we got a big edition of pirate radio live on tap for this thursday on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 in washington we're on 1250 930 also online pr927fm.com and you can watch the show and be a part of the show on facebook live and youtube make sure you are subscribing following liking and uh, also commenting with your questions comments on this thursday we'll uh, get you involved in the program we got a uh, guest on tap for today's show the big man on campus jeff nadu will give us his thoughts on east carolina and byu coming up at about 345 we'll talk to tony dunn we usually talk to tony with our nfl segment on friday no pirate radio live tomorrow due to the bud light pregame tailgate so we'll have our uh, nfl segment with tony our picks coming up at four o'clock and also recap uh, the week that was with the Carolina Panthers, that included an upset victory over the Bucks and uh, some news that P.J. Walker is the quarterback moving forward. We'll talk about those topics and more. We had a trade today in the NFL. Kadarius Toney goes from the Giants to the Chiefs. So there's an Alvin Kamara to Eagles rumor floating out there. So a lot to talk about with the NFL at 4 o'clock. At around 4.45, we'll talk to Kevin Monroe, talk Pirates and Cougars with the former Pirate cornerback and the color analyst on the pirate sports network kevin will join us in hour two and touchdown tony collins will join us in hour three of today's program talking ecu and nfl shirley rhodes is here cj schaefer's here chandler honeycutt's here and troy d is here good to hello see you, clip how hello. are you great hello hello good to be here happy game day it's a big game day for the rams and rampants today Two, Rams and Rampants. Two undefeated JV football teams. Might be one of the better JV football teams, uh, football games you would ever see, Clip, if you were to see it. That's correct. Yeah. Not just here in the, in the East or the state, but in the entire United States. Probably so. Definitely in the 252 at Havelock today. So uh, two undefeated teams. This is the final game of the season. This is as far as they can take it. One team will finish undefeated in conference champions. Big time. Big ball game. This is what they would refer to. Some would say a big ball game. I can see it all over your face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Troy is pumped up for Halloween. He's going, uh, he's dressed up as the Steve Buscemi. How are you doing, fellow kids? Meme today, yeah, with the backwards hat. Going backwards hat for the high, for the high school game. How today. you doing, fellow kids? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was feeling backwards today, so I'm going backwards. Just hat. a back, so you, yeah, you look how you feel. Yeah, yeah. I always have the option to turn it back around, but I figure I'd go ahead and flip it on backwards. But now, that's the great thing about having you know, a hat and living in America. You always have the option to yeah. turn it back around. Yeah, and I might, but I just felt like going backwards today. All right. It's kind of like a uh, gives me a loose kind of laid back feeling. Yeah. Speaking of backwards, I saw the uh, Throwback Thursday video we threw up on our uh, social media from BYU. So hard to believe seven years ago uh, when Coach Ruff was here. That was a heartbreaker, man. Pirates battled hard. 
against the Cougars. Should have won that game. Came up short. That was t- I remember that was a tough loss in the post game. Ruff was kind of almost getting teared up because I think that would have that could have changed that whole season. I mean that was that would have been a big win. Got up fourteen to nothing early. Yeah. Well, if you're Bryce Williams, it's a bummer because we were talking about it with him this week and. You win that when you got six wins, or if you Cincinnati doesn't make a field goal the last game of the season, you got six wins. They were so close to mm-hmm. really putting a uh, a decent season together after a lot of adversity with Ben Kerr going down, and yeah. you know, we know everything that happened at this point. But and you uh, win that game, yeah. Uh, the future of ECU football is written different. Correct. I mean, at least he survives another year. Yep. Without question, he he wins that game. And then the whole dominoes don't fall. Mike Correct. Houston isn't here because well, Scotty you, Montgomery might not have been here. And you, you just, I don't know. Well, you never know how things play out, but I don't think you'd ever have Scotty Montgomery as your head coach. But, Troy, you don't know how things would That's play true. Out. So anything's possible. <laughs> I'm just going to answer you the way you answer me. I know. Me. <laughs> it's one of the great debates. Uh, <laughs> Troy versus Troy is hard enough. Troy versus you being Troy is even harder. That is. When I'm Troy and you're Troy. Yeah. And we're Troy versus Troy. This is a chess match right here, and I'm going to say checkmate. <laughs> I don't know how to play chess, so you got me. You you win. Uh, king me. Chandler, what do you got? Uh, I, just, I thought it was checkers. funny. Uh, heads, uh, great job by CJ. Troy D., and instead of saying owner founder of Pirate Radio, it says backwards hat guy kind of guy. Yeah. By the way, today on the show we're not doing ask the owner. We're doing ask the backwards hat guy. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of different. If you got any like yeah. questions about. I don't know vibes or yeah. you know. I thought about this. Some of the questions, but and we get some great questions. John Moody asked some you know deep thought provoking questions at times. I thought about some of these would be great. I was considering this the other day. Clip a tell all book about everything, but then I figured you know what? There's probably only ten to twenty people that would find that interesting. Now those ten to twenty people would really find it interesting. Clip yeah, but it would be a limited market. But a tell all book. John Moody would probably buy a couple copies. He, he would be one yeah. of the people buying. And I mean tell-all. A tell-all book. He ain't telling off. But I'd want to partner with someone like Jeff Charles, who could also tell-all. Maybe we do like a combo book. Oh, like an ECU tell-all. Yeah, like okay. we tell our side, he tells it. I mean, I'm just saying that you could do like all I types of I thought you stuff. were just saying like your life. No, it'd be a part of a tell-all book of Pirate Radio and like stuff we've had a deal oh, with and overcome. Oh, okay, all and, right. Yeah, because you have asked the owner segment. Usually yeah, it's yeah. about Pirate Radio. It's, we've had 20 years now of Pirate Radio. What if we compiled a lot of these into a tell-all book? Yeah, and we'll sell it's it at... Spill the tea. Sell it at UBE. UBE. <laughs> Exclusive a, at UBE. Book signing with Troy D. Just an idea. Troy D. It would be the one book I would read. One of the only people to <laughs> write a book without reading a book. <laughs> right. I mean, that's got to be... Who's going to proof that damn thing? That's got to be a short list. Yeah, hopefully right. LRB will look I'm not a book. reading a book kind of guy, but I am a writing a book <laughs> yeah. kind of guy. I'm all about writing a book. Reading? Eh. You would be great. You could do the... Uh, the I could do the voice The book on tape. Yeah, I'd love to do that. That'd yeah. be fun. I mean, just you talking in a room about yourself. <laughs> I mean, what's better than that? Make money on that? That's awesome. Sign him up. Yeah. All right, uh, we didn't do a vibe check yesterday. The days are kind of off, so we. Need I know to, this is uh, weird because this is technically feels like a Friday, doesn't it? With game day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does have a Friday vibe to me right now. Yeah, it's, no, it, it is. It certainly does. Uh, CJ, uh, let's get a quick vibe check. How you feeling about ECU and Brigham Young University? Confident, I think, is the word for it. Right. The, the Pirates are riding a lot of momentum from the past couple weeks. Um, now, you don't want to say 
you know, I expect the Pirates to go into a hostile environment like they're going to see at BYU and expect to come out with a win. But given the couple recent performances, you would be confident that they're going to have a great showing tomorrow. All right, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being I'm not vibing, 10 being, man, I'm vibing. What uh, number are you? I'm going to go 8. Oh, wow. Chandler, how about yourself? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. Uh, Pirates looking good in the past couple of games. Uh, had to uh, screech one out against Memphis, but, man, that was a dominant win, the most dominant win I've seen from the Pirates in quite some time. Uh, going to have to go across the country, but that's exactly what BYU had to do last week when they came uh, on this side. Uh, of the land and, and got abs- absolutely throttled by Liberty. Uh, three straight losses for the Cougars. And uh, you have to think that they're hungry for a win, but I'm liking how the Pirates are playing right now. So my vibe check, I'm going to go I'm gonna go seven on All the right. vibe meter. Troy D, how you feeling? I'm feeling the opposite of this time last week, Clip. I was a little uh, nervous, concerned, worried, as we know last week about UCF. Didn't know if the Pirates could put a game like that together. They proved me wrong. They proved proved you wrong and i was glad to see it and i think they're going to take that momentum clip and um you know they may be going into play bring them young but they're going to be leaving them old pirates win i got a nine on the vibe check Mm. nine on the vibe check do you should we talk about that line or not the old thing like i get it's the opposite of young but bring them leave them old young yeah. So it was just a play on words. Okay. Yeah. They're so going to be B O U when we leave them? They're going to be leaving them old. <laughs> so they're going to be B O U. 35 30 Pirates. Oh, wow. Wow. Score. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Shirley, <laughs> can I please get a stat to consider drop? Strat. If you don't mind. The stat to consider. Adam on Facebook Live says BYU has lost five straight day games. They have won 13 straight night games. Mm hmm. Is that vetted information? Not that Adam's wrong. but This saying, is you know. from the Adam stat okay, room. I'm just saying, in the event. Adam stat room. Uh, Jeff Nadeau will have some stats for us that say, from a betting standpoint, this game is trending in the Pirates' direction. This is the first cold-weather game for the Pirates. Mm. Uh, temperature could be in the 20s. I am concerned about that. I am worried about that a little bit. We are not a cold-weather team. I am not worried about what you brought up earlier this week, Clip, with the oxygen situation at altitude. 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 You have to rise to, to the rise. occasion. You got to rise up the mountain. <laughs> rise up the mountain for the altitude. Uh, I actually talked to Coach Houston about this yesterday, and uh, there will not be oxygen tanks on the sideline. It is not a high enough altitude, altitude. Uh, to affect the Pirates. This is not... Uh, they're not going into an area that that's a problem. All the other teams this year have not had that. And um, it's one of those things, too. You, you, th- you make it a problem. I guess it becomes a problem. It should not be a problem. Adam has cited his sources and said that that stat information was from the BYU 24-7 website. All right. So it was the uh, Stephen Igloo of BYU. Stephen Igloo. ECU. Has I been- don't look good. That's all matters. <laughs> Uh, ECU has been practicing in the uh, Blue Ridge Mountains this week to prepare for the altitude. They stopped on the way. Got to practice in. Is that supposed to be funny? No. Okay. And that is not confirmed information. <laughs> That's from Adam. I wouldn't know that stat from Adam. Uh, <laughs> hey! No, that was funny. Thank you. All right. So, uh, all right. We're all feeling pretty good. I'm, I'm at a decent level right now. And this is a big game clip. Bowl eligibility on the line. On the line. I think we've kind of underplayed that this week, but that's a big deal. Pirates will advance the season with a win tomorrow night. This is the earliest. postseason. 
isn't it kind of crazy to be in this position this early? Well, I mean, we're all over halfway through the season. Last year, we got the six win in game number 10, I believe. Well, this is game nine. Wow. Okay. Never mind. Isn't it interesting how Chandler can't count up games? That is interesting. Wow. Wow. That was a good hearty laugh in there by CJ. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you do that voice? Why would they do that? Why would you do that? Why did you do that? that? I I tell you what, though. I'm just trying to do my Chandler. I got to work on it. I got to work. I got to work on my Chandler. (laughs) Pirates are doing better, though, from last year. Only took them one less game to get to potentially six Well, well we haven't won that game yet, but we're one less game in potentially winning that game. I'm not that, laughing anymore. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that sad that we uh, are that far into the season, though? Yeah. It's, it's crazy to think about. Man, it's it's fleeting. It is fleeting. After, yes. after this game, only three games left. Mm. Can you imagine? Mm. Now, I do feel like I've been at a season's worth of games already this year. because it's You know so why you feel that? It because it's so many you've been games. to six games. I know. I feel like I've already been like the whole season. So now we're like in bonus time. This would be a great win though to go into the open date with. It's always great to go into an open date with an with a win. You just hit me with saying this is game nine. You remember Ruff used to always count the season in quarters? Yeah. We're in the fourth quarter of the season. Yeah. Mm. He'd also always update you on the day of what was going today is Monday. Well, this week we would uh, need to know. Be, yeah. Today, uh, t- today well, he, is Thursday. It's really like a Friday. You know why he did uh, that? Friday will be our Saturday. Did you not just say it feels like a Friday? It does. Feel you like got to know what day it is. Yes. Today is Friday. <laughs> Tomorrow will be Saturday, even though it's Friday. Love you, GD. Love you, baby. <laughs> I think he said that just so he wouldn't get confused. Saturday get... is Sunday. But yeah. at what point do we catch back up? Because now we've got another Friday game coming up after this. Well, they're going to have an open date next week. So that'll kind of get a little bit, get back to normal. Give the guys off maybe next weekend, maybe next Friday, Saturday, if uh, if all goes well. Man, you know it would be really confusing. Week week. A time change on a week where you have a Friday game. And you know what I hate, just about more than anything, time change. Yep, going yep. back in the fall sucks. Back, 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 back. It's terrible. It's already dark enough early in the evening now why are we don't need to talk about this i'm sorry no i mean it's i know already it's too dark we need a time change going forward it's too dark already too early you're telling me we're going to change the time and lose another hour of daylight you kidding me byu is a three-point favorite against east carolina on friday night eight o'clock espn two Mm, the deuce the deuce not the original but the dude did i see college game day going to uh jackson state Yes, yes you did. That's big time. Yes, you did. Deion, Coach Prime is getting it done. The I mean, stars were out there last week. I mean, he's got – I saw he had uh, Snoop Dogg there for homecoming. Uh, he had 60 minutes there just a week or two ago doing a feature on him. Now he's got the ESPN Prime t- – uh, Michael Strahan was there. College Game Day crew. Michael Strahan was there for Good Morning America. I mean, he, this guy's the hottest coach in the country, I think. The hottest coach in the country. Yeah. I mean, Will – what's the tension who name a coach that gets more attention right now than he does what team or what uh when will the d1 school come knocking it's, i i think it's got to be soon yes i was talking with somebody about this today he's not going to be able to turn down these offers pretty soon pretty soon it's just going to be too much money and he's just not going to be able to say no and he alluded to that in the 60 minutes interview i mean florida state he, makes a lot of sense but georgia tech would make a ton of sense too so, somebody him back in atlanta I, look I think he is a transformational, transformational. What am I trying to say? God, now I'm sounding like uh, yourself. Burglary. 
a burglary. Transformative? A, 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 Transformative. A, 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 Transformative. I was missing the IVE. He's a transformative coach. He's like a once-in-a-generation type of guy, definitely for Jackson State. I mean, look what he's done for that program. First of all, no one's. I mean, if you saw the state of that program where it is now, looks like an NFL program, and where he picked it up was junior high. I mean, it's incredible what he's done, and it's been him. I mean, he has done it. He's built the team around him, and I think he could easily do that for a big-time D1 program. They bring in some awesome, with even more resources. It's still his name is uh, still you know. Oh, it's huge, and there. it's only getting bigger. And I'm telling you, if I was an AD, I'd do whatever I could to get that guy to be my head coach. One of the uh, only coaches, maybe the only coach that is on a national uh, pick'em show every week. He still does uh, the Barstool Sunday NFL preview show. Yeah, he does it via Zoom, um, and everybody else is in studio. But he's on there every week picking games as if he's like an analyst. Yeah, he's but, a head football coach. But I follow him online. They put he puts a lot of his speeches out there online or other people do and really what he says he speaks the truth clip if you ever listen to him he says stuff that other people don't have the guts to say and i mean he really he practices what he preaches and uh, i really like his style I, I like i think he's one of these guys that can connect with these players and he says it like it is and it's more about i mean he's also trying to teach life lessons not just football i mean if you listen to his speeches i mean he he, he keeps it real Redbeard, thank you for that gif of a transformer <laughs> you say Dion was a transformer? <laughs> well, he's transformed programs. So in many ways, he is a transformer. Uh, Jason says, T.O. and Rick Ross were at practice as well. You a Rick Ross guy? Uh, not a huge Rick Ross guy. Uh, no. He's a huge didn't, guy. Didn't he hold someone over a... Uh, he, didn't he hold somebody by their ankles over a building that he was having a uh, feud with are you thinking time. about suge knight, suge knight. Oh, i think it's suge knight i got rick ross and suge knight they're in the wrong stuff. era yeah. that's about 20 years ago uh, my bad 15 i got those crisscrossed speaking of crisscross those off. guys were great yeah. <laughs> now we're talking suge <laughs> knight you want to jump jump you're saying suge knight did that 15 years ago was it wasn't he that like, would have been 2007 i'm gonna say it was in the 90s i thought it was late 90s who was okay it, well way? 2007 was 15 years ago well, I said 20 years at first. And then you looked at me funny. We already know he has trouble with numbers. Did you not hear the thing about the uh, season? I think that's How more early about, it is uh, in the season. We think, and the older we, you get, the, you, the more you think this, but like... 20 years ago should be it's what, 80s, Troy? Right, correct. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's how I felt while 20 ago. years ago. It was like two decades ago. Yeah. I mean, that's a bazillion years ago. Yeah. I was thinking 20 years ago. It was like 2000? 95 right mid 90s upper 90s to 2000 we're always like and a, now that you kind of set me straight 20 years ago 15 years ago is 2007 exactly yeah skip holtz chris johnson ben hartman knocking down carolina with a field goal at the end of regulation yeah knocking out boise state oh my god 15 years ago 15 years yeah. ago isn't time crazy Troy? it is crazy isn't time just insane now y'all starting to see it my way <laughs> take a break uh we'll come it's back. like a river in or, many ways and not to get hey not to be a troy d here but it's almost the end of october can you believe it can it's you believe it i can't believe next week is november don't Tuesday even get me, is november don't even get me started on that have you started your christmas shopping of course not uh, two, we got two months until the end of the year. You know how fast two months goes by? Do you have any idea? Fast. We'll be back after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Got the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, joining us in about 20 minutes. Got Kevin Monroe in hour two. Tony Dunn, we're talking NFL Week 8. And touchdown, Tony Collins, also joining us on the program. Chico should do a Mike Houston special and do, instead of chicken fajitas, do freaking fajitas. I didn't know what the payoff was going to be for that Uh, one. Did you spend time working on that or did it pop in I was listening to Shirley's awesome live read about Chico's and she Mm. said chicken fajitas and I was like, freaking fajitas. Well, now what you're going to have to do is read the ad as Mike Houston advertising the freaking fajitas. Let's hear it, coach. Uh, great lunch specials, a uh, really good bunch, and they got uh, chicken fajitas, uh, tacos. Uh, they don't have chicken fajitas. Chicken fajitas? What uh, is that? Uh, I'm sorry. Never Fri- heard of it. Freaking fajitas. Uh, <laughs> How about those freaking fajitas? How about those freaking fajitas? <laughs> How about it? <laughs> All right. Not bad, man. Yeah, need to work. How about those freaking pirates? How about those freaking fajitas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board now, actually. Yeah. Hearing that. Now, how much would... And you put the sizzling... Everybody's got a number. Could we do an NIL deal with Coach through Chico's? <laughs> how about those freaking fajitas? How about those freaking pirates? <laughs> how about wow. those freaking fajitas? Have the sizzling in yes. the background? Man. Yeah. Chandler? Chicken, beef, veggies. We didn't uh, give you a Your choice. credit at first, but that's how ideas are born. Unlimited flower wraps. Throw something out and see what sticks. Yeah, I've had the fajitas there. They are excellent. They're freaking way. good. They are. <laughs> um, oh, thanks to my buddy Chad Moore. Correct. Uh, I couldn't remember who. Your sh- buddies with Chad Moore. <laughs> I grew up with him. Well, I would say uh, we're we're just, social media friends. All right. Does that consider? Uh, no, I know. I'm just. And he's the P1 listener. All right. Full disclosure: we're fake friends, <laughs> but we're friends nonetheless. Fake book. Yeah. Um, he's g- reminding me. Uh, on Twitter, that Suge Knight held vanilla ice over the balcony. Yeah. That's right. Good recall there, Chad. Thank you. That's a throwback to the last segment we were talking about that. I was getting Suge Knight mixed up with Rick Ross, is who is not related to Bob Ross. <laughs> um, so, and that story was told in 1996. Chandler had it happening in 2007. Yeah, but times have Initially said to that, uh, initially meant 20 years ago which would be 2002 then i was like hmm we're going on at least 30 years 28 30 years since uh, vanilla ice was held over a yeah by the way happy early halloween as we head into halloween weekend is this one of those things where you celebrate all weekend long fellas are you guys in the halloween is this your deal no no chan what about you you're a little bit younger not as young as you used to i don't do Halloween anymore. Not, that's not your thing. Yeah, now I'll go and I'll enjoy some cold snacks and I'll enjoy it. <laughs> I was Halloween. gonna say I'll go trick or treating still. No. <laughs> no. Now don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'll go no, get some I candy. still want some free candy. Now if they pass out beer, I'll go trick or treating. Yeah. But you know, there's plenty of awesome bars here. Trick or beer instead of trick or treat. There's plenty of awesome bars and other places where they pass out beer. Yeah. All right. So we'll be treats. doing some adulting. Yeah. All right. 
So. Lily's uh, kind of aged that out. She's not a fan anymore. Yeah. So that's it for us. Yeah. Boys are kind of at that age where they just want to hang out with their friends. When they get to college, though, the neighborhood. When they get to college, they'll do. They'll get back into the costume yeah. thing. Yeah. It's definitely a young person's game or a college kid's game. Well, speaking of costumes, Chandler and I geared up for this week's game day promo, which will be dropping on Friday. A cameo from uh, Bryce Williams and. A special I, performance from Shirley Rose. Well, don't don't spill all the beans because I saw a sneak preview, and this might be, in my opinion, the best one we've done yet. You say that every week. No, that, this, that well, is this, a good it get, thing. It gets well, better. I guess, it, it's, I guess it's like a staircase. Each week, it steps up a level. Yes. We keep putting out great content. I, I'm just telling you. I didn't Does think he not say this was the best one I didn't one think we did all the top and after you showed your breasts, quite honestly. <laughs> I figured that's as high, the high watermark. Uh-huh. It has gotten better. Yeah. This I, week might be my favorite. We're not slowing down. We're not resting on our laurels. Well, I don't know what resting. that means. We're not resting. We're getting. Back. We're having to rise every single week. You guys we are really good. Beating every week. We're a good bunch. Yeah, Cougar. <laughs> <laughs> I am firmly in a. Uh, well, it was like the theme. What was the caller from the fifth quarter? Slap a cougar. Mm. Oh, John like from Newburn. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of the Justin. Justin, Justin from Newburn. Slap Sorry. a cougar. He's slapping every cougar on the mountain. Yeah. And we're bringing coffee. We're bringing Pepsi. Pepsi. We're bringing more coffee and more Pepsi and more beer. It was a great call. Yeah. Call of the year so far. Can you top that? We'll find out late Friday I'm night. I'm bringing coffee and I'm bringing Pepsi and I'm bringing beer and tequila and whiskey and more tequila and more whiskey and more beer. Well, you know why he said Pepsi, by the way. Because Pep- Do you guys know why did you get that when he said all the vices? It has caffeine. It has caffeine. We uh, get the it. Mormons. A lot of people probably don't get that. I was up in the press box. They do not serve drinks with caffeine in the press box. Huh. Yeah. They have water. They do have water. And they do have what has no caffeine, like seven up or something. Uh they had some <clears throat> de- you know, they had one whatever so uh Sprite. Sprite. That's what they did have Sprite available. Uh, but that is uh against the religion, evidently, to have ca- caffeine. Hmm. So um just a fast fact about the um I was trying to think of their official name, not Mormons. It's the uh, LDS, Latter-day Saints. So I'm not getting into LDS heaven. No, you're not abiding. Why can't I speak today? Abiding. You're not abiding by the rules. Hmm. Correct. Well, that's sad. Well, you can always change. Nah. They are looking for converts. Nah, I'm good. I'm good on caffeine. I'm going to... I met some folks from the LDS, I believe, on the corner of... uh, Evans and Fifth, they were looking for have spark a conversation clip with you and potentially have a convert. So I think they would accept you, but you may have to give up caffeine. What I'm saying is I will not accept them, and I will <laughs> not be giving up caffeine. So we can move along. All right, well, don't roll it out. You never know. I know. Uh, let's very pro- nice people, by the way. Some of the nicest people I've ever met, Provo, Utah. I will say that. Great people. Great folks. Yeah. We will be going out live to Provo on uh, Friday night with the voice Jeff Charles, Double B, Brian Bailey from the field, Stephen Igloo, and Patrick Mason. Very clean, too. Very picturesque. It's, you know, it's a very beautiful area. The, mount, the mountain in the background of the stadium is just beautiful. And I got to imagine everyone that lives in Provo is not Mormon. You know, I mean, there's probably other people that, you know, have other faiths in that city, would be my guess. We stopped at a gas station. They were selling beer. Hmm. So, you know. My kind of gas station. (laughs) 
So it's not is it it's not dry. No. Dry. Dry at the rise to the dry. I believe the uh the no alcohol part is their choice, but I don't think they can control the whole city. It hmm. Might be a dry campus now. Yeah, cuz they got to serve yeah. beer at like uh jazz games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the rest of the city can have it. <clears throat> All right. Interesting yeah. stuff. Yeah. Cultures, folks. I mean, let's get They're this, all different. Let's get this straight. When you go to a BYU game, and you've been to one, mm-hmm. you literally drive up. Drive. You drive up. You get out of your car. You go to the game. You leave. It, it was very weird experience. We got there a few hours before the game, you know, taking all the atmosphere. And, um, and Gellerby was with me on this trip. And we were walking around the stadium, and, and there's nobody there. Like, they had one, like, kind of tent area set up, like, with a few corporate things you know like mm-hmm. nothing big i mean it was like literally a 10 by 10 tent with not hardly anything to do but there was like no tailgating the lots were empty and we're like this is just a weird vibe scene. so we just were like well, let's just go in the stadium watch the team warm up you know so we, we went ahead and did that and then like it is it's like 20 minutes before the game all of a sudden poof people start arriving and by kickoff the stadium's about full um there's no tailgating it's very strict plenty of parking but but no tailgating and um nobody's drunk no but they are hyped up jazzed up i mean jacked up loud student section was one of the most rock raucous i've been around that's three times i can't speak raucous um that's a weird word raucous yeah yeah and it was uh i mean oh you would think if you didn't know any different you think man this, these people are out of their minds like how can you be this jacked up totally sober but they are or they're at least they're not on alcohol, I should say. So, they're on, uh, yeah, they're high on life. High on um, life. Have we gone to but the Monica and Greenville did, stat sheet? I did or? meet. I did meet the leader of the LDS religion at the time, which was a pretty big deal. I said he was like kind of like meeting the Pope if you were a Mormon. He was coming around. He was like a rock star. His own security detail. Hmm. So he's a very nice guy. Have we gone to the Monica and Greenville stat sheet? According uh, to uh, Monica, she says BYU ranked 128th on third down conversions. And then also says their third down efficiency is 42%. Third down. We got to get up for third down yeah. and hold uh, BYU down to that percentage. In fact, if you missed that last week, that song we play on third down is uh, not something we came up with, but something we are borrowing from our friends uh, in the rap world. See Murder. See Murder. See Murder has provided C-murder. that soundtrack. Is he aware of that? Probably not. Yeah. And let's not instigate anything clip lzd go ahead and break out the multiple choice question it's time to do it he says uh is it he or she says is a multiple choice time he asked it early this week yeah so it's a b uh, uh, it's a pirates win b byu wins but doesn't cover the three or c c's always pirates win okay a byu wins and covers yes C, BYU wins but doesn't cover. C is Pirates win. C, Pirates win outright. I say win, take the money line. They win outright. Um, Yeah. I'm for leaning, the Pirates. I'm leaning that way as well. I'm leaning C for the first time this year. Yeah, I like C. C? C? What I think, too, I, the shocker was um, how will B, BYU respond to that loss against Liberty? <laughs> to three straight losses. Yeah. 
How will East Carolina respond to their first true road environment this year? And once again, cold weather game. Now, I did talk to the um, folks involved in this. All the cold weather gear has been packed. That won't be an issue. So, uh, you know, there's extra stuff you got to bring for cold weather games. Long johns? Yeah, you know, all the compression shirts and pants and all that stuff yeah jackets back in my day we didn't have we were real men and just played out there on the field without all that mess not nowadays clip <laughs> well you better have the <laughs> park is ready to go gotta gear up yeah, a little bit softer nowadays <laughs> um all right good stuff troy did i'm ready i'm excited a little friday night lights here at pirate radio tomorrow night yeah which we will be joining conley football in progress at eight o'clock yep and then of course be back with you after the game on the u.s sailor fifth quarter calling show yeah all right let's go rampants what's the line on uh i said havelock by two and a half since they're right yeah, i'd give it i'd say that's pretty accurate cj are you going you're a former havelock ram alone oh i forgot about that it's a pirate radio studio divided studio divided and not just by this glass <laughs> unfortunately i cannot make the trip out there um i was gonna try to come up with a funny reason why not but i can't so. <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm not going it's a jv football game <laughs> uh, yeah okay that's a reason enough your kid's not involved in you it, don't have a child right. playing yeah. okay. be a little creepy if cj rolled on all day. hey i'm just here to watch all the boys play <laughs> go boys cj when havelock plays conley and rose do you have like a certain weird feeling though because i mean conley's with pirate radio and then you know <laughs> rose our your boss's son goes to rose and plays for rose I mean, isn't it kind of yeah just a little bit crazy i mean i i know i went to high school at Havelock, but come on troy's son plays there yeah conley's you know a partner here at pirate radio yeah, yeah it's huge i mean it's just a, a weird of, feeling a lot of uh cross-contamination <laughs> a lot of cross-pollination <laughs> yeah all right, uh, do you have any message for Tony Collins for me to deliver today? Uh, tell him that Cammy is welcome back any time. I will give her a ticket to every single game if she wants to come. All right. She has one more chance. No, she, <laughs> she's awesome. So his granddaughter, Cammy, who is like TikTok or she might be. I Steve guess, Harvey famous? She, yeah, she's more Instagram famous now. She's got like, I swear to God, Cammy's got like a hundred thousand followers online or something it's like something crazy i gotta go look at it um i know you think i'm lying clip so i'm gonna try and find it no i believe you i just think it's insane um that a young girl has that many followers it's kind of gross but she is very sweet um very nice girl and uh very funny and fun to hang out with and probably more fun than tony well i I mean she got it honest she did tony is a fun guy yes so imagine tony shrunk down Mm-hmm. a lot cuter mm-hmm. and as a little girl all right that's who this girl is full of personality full of life fun to be around fun to talk to fun to hang out with it's tony as a little four-year-old girl awful at survivor picks <laughs> <laughs> thank you bears for redeeming us bear down that was a huge win in more ways Dude, than that was one. an ass whoop i don't have to hear up. tony's mouth i told tony i called him the next day i haven't seen the bears kick the patriots ass like that since the 85 super bowl I mean, it was it was shocking. I mean, incredible. Justin Fields running around making plays. Uh, what a weird game, too, where you had Mac Jones start, Mac Jones benched, Zappy brings them back, and then the Bears take control again. It was yeah. it was a weird game. The, the Patriots are in disarray. You, uh, ask him about that. Tell him how just the the Bears ended the Patriots season, and let me just marinate on that while he talks. You know, a word I used uh, like to use, Troy, shambles. They are in shambles, shambles, shambles. absolute yeah. shambles. They are right now. 
it is a house of fire all right all right if you missed it though earlier in the segment 35 30 is troy's prediction prediction so pirates win but it's in a dog fight a a cougar fight i should say a cougar fight on the mountain (laughs) or hunting cougars all right troy d enjoyed it man am i out of here uh yeah we got uh you're gone we got nadu oh okay well tell nadu i said hello we'll do we'll do We'll do to Nadu. We'll do to Nadu. We'll I'll a, see you guys uh, tomorrow. All right. We'll take a break, come back, and Jeff Nadu will give his thoughts on East Carolina and BYU when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Chandler Honeycutt, CJ Schaefer, and you just heard from Shirley Rhodes. A lot of folks checking in, chiming in on Facebook Live and YouTube, including someone who calls themselves the true patriot. So it sounds very very intelligent and that person man or woman says clip are you picking byu this week last week you predicted ucf how did that work for you clip clip expects ecu to lose he picked ucf to beat ecu last weekend pathetic so-called host he has no clue if ecu football facts clip the fact is, according to the true patriot, I have no clue if ECU football. What does that mean, dumbass? You're a dumbass. Call us up, 317-1250. But we got to get to Jeff Nadu first. Because I have no clue if ECU football. <laughs> Do you have a clue if Panthers football? I have a little bit of a clue if panther football cj do you have a clue if steelers football not a one shirley how do you feel about clues when it comes to if dolphins football if a little bit for sure if not a damn thing all right well we are all true patriot i salute you you are a true patriot all right let's head out to the pit electric live line and talk to jeff nadu barstool sports he joins us today on prl big man how you doing pretty good how are you Cliff? doing great and uh nadu is all over the place right now with the sit down podcast big man on basketball coming up today at four on youtube and was on the dozen that is barstool's trivia show which i'm addicted to and big man and his team the con men played their first game as a team last night and uh i won't give away the results i'll just say i was impressed uh with your knowledge uh big man you held your own uh last night well done Appreciate that clip. Yeah, I thought we had some good questions, definitely in my wheelhouse. Um, you know, there's a couple looking back that I probably should have known, uh, but yeah, it was a good start. I mean, they're a great team. They're a top, I think, four team in the entire tournament. So, 
yeah, I think it was a good start for us to, to kind of do well against a team like that. And, uh, you know, hopefully we get a little easier matchup next time. But we, we probably should have won. I mean, I think some of the music stuff I probably should have knew and some of the NFL. But, you know, ultimately, you know, I thought the, the bonus round didn't go well either. But, yeah, it was a good start, and, and they obviously are a good team. I'm sure we'll see them again sometime. If you're a trivia fan, and uh, it's a lot of sports, not all sports. There's other categories mixed in. There's specialty categories, and they do nailed his mafia question before uh, Jeff D'Lo could finish asking it. But if you are a fan of trivia, make sure you check out the dozen on uh, YouTube. All right, big man, let's get into it. The Pirates, two in a row. Back-to-back home wins against Memphis and then a a dominant performance against UCF. They now head on the road to take on a team that's lost three in a row, BYU, earlier this year. They were, what, top 15 in the country, now uh, sitting at 4-4 and and trying to scrape together a couple of more wins to become bowl eligible. BYU is a home three-point favorite in this game, total at 63.5. What do you think about the Pirates heading away from home for the first time in a couple weeks, Jeff? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, when we look at the number, it, it, I think it seems fair to me. Um, you know, you're, you're not going to make ECU a favorite in this game, no matter how bad BYU is playing. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's pretty fair. I, I don't know if I have, and I see a ton of, of value at this point of the game. I mean, I've been really just kind of dis- disappointed in, in Brigham Young. I mean, this, this is a team that really hasn't been able to get it going all season. Um you know, defensively, they've been a disaster. I mean, they're giving up almost 32 points a game. Uh, they've been up over 40 over the last three games. They just can't seem to get out of their own way, and they really haven't looked, like I said, good at any point. Um, they got blown out by Oregon. Um, I guess beating Baylor was a solid win, but it was early in the season. Uh, you know, Lost to Notre Dame, didn't look good against Utah State, and then it got blown out the last couple of weeks. You're getting a team right now that I think is really – has a possibility they may not be bowl eligible with only a couple of games left against a good group. This is a game, I think, for them. If they want to go bowling, they've got to find a way to win. And that said, you're getting a, a hot, you know, for the most part, ECU team coming in. I mean, they've played well the last couple of weeks. Obviously, the big win uh, last week against Central Florida. Um, you know, obviously beat South Florida as well and Memphis. Good spot for ECU. This is the type of team that, you know, with the type of veterans they have, they should be able to take care of. They have a better defense. Um, I think they have a quarterback that can match right up with Jaron Hall. Um, I think you have to have a little screw or two lose to back BYU right now. I I have no interest in doing it, but I guess it's really going to be about this Mike Houston have this team prepared um, to go across the country. Also throw in the fact clip, BYU has been horrific as a favorite over the last 10 games laying points. They're three and seven Hmm. uh, against the spread. So, um, you know, this is a decent underdog team clip. Uh, ECU's covered seven of ten as a dog. So, yeah, to me, if I had to play it, I'd look for three and a half. I think there are some out there. I'd lean ECU. All right. The trend's certainly favoring the Pirates in this matchup Friday night, 8 o'clock. We'll be with you 4 o'clock Friday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, taking you up to that kickoff on ESPN2. A trio of college football games tonight. Hey, Jeff, what team in the Sun Belt has an apostrophe in their nickname? Uh, Raging Cajun. <laughs> that was a question last night, and uh, they played a night. Uh, Louisiana at Southern Miss. Louisiana, a slight road favorite in that one. Boy, Virginia Tech has been really bad. NC State without Devin Leary. That one's going on tonight in Raleigh State, favored by a couple touchdowns. And then, uh, eh, interesting one, I guess. Uh, you can tell me if Washington State uh, can give Utah a game tonight. Utah, a seven point road favorite in Pullman as uh, the. Uh, 
Washington State takes on the Utes tonight, 10 o'clock. So how about those three games, Jeff? Any interest, anything you're uh, looking at in those? Yeah, well, I mean, Utah's owned this series the last couple of weeks, couple of years. They've won all the games by double digits. But I know something tells me that this is a, a kind of a dangerous spot for Utah. I, I'm not really sure why they're a seven-point favorite. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but Utah can't stop anybody. Um, this defense is not good. Um, you know, when you look at Washington State, I mean, always a team that I think are good offensively. They always are going to be able to put, you know, mid-20s, high-20s on the board. Um you know, I think they're, quite frankly, better defensively than, than Utah, which is a bit crazy. Um, I don't think Utah is very good. I think the fact that they're laying a touchdown here is a little too high for me. You also look at the fact that, you know, this is about 50-50 from a percentage of bets, but 85% of the actual money is on Washington State. It come, it has come down from 7.5 to 7. I think that's a very stark um, move down. I think the play here is on Washington State. I think it's a little too high here. I'd put this number more along the lines of like three or four, especially being on the road. I think this is a dangerous spot for a, for a team in the U to have been a little disappointing this year. Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joining us on the Pit Electric Live Line. Jeff, uh, Lee Corso let it slip out during game day last week that uh, game day might be heading to Orlando. Uh, for Cincinnati UCF. I think the Pirates spoiled that by knocking off Central Florida. Uh, but UCF Cincinnati 330 on ESPN. And I'm looking at it now, Jeff. Cincinnati has not lost a game in the American since uh, a regular season American game since November 29th against Memphis of uh, 2019. They lost the following week in the championship game in the same stadium in the Liberty Bowl to Memphis. Uh, but since then, they have been flawless. Do you like UCF coming off a loss, or do you think the Bearcats can extend uh, their AAC winning streak on Saturday? Uh, well, I got to tell you, I mean, I think um, anytime you can get Cincinnati as a, a dog, I, I think you have to very much look into it. But you know, when I look at these two teams, I get a feeling that, that this is just like a really tough matchup. I think it's probably first to 27 wins, and this is like a 27-24 type of game. I thought 56.5 seemed a little high for this game. You know, both these teams are dealing with quarterbacks that I think are, are less in, you know less interesting than, than the guys they used to have. Um, you know, both defenses are, are very strong. Um, I don't really like Ben Bryant a whole lot, and, and Plumley, I'm not you know, real enthralled by either. Um, these two teams went over the last couple of years, but back in 2019, it was 27-24. I see kind of a similar game here. Um, I, I thought 56 and a half seemed to tick high. As far as who wins, I don't know. Um, Cincinnati's obviously dealing with some problems right now uh, with some injuries and things of that nature, and they're just not the same team. Um, throw in the fact that UCF has a wide receiver injury, that's not great. So not much in this game. I guess I would lean UCF at home, but I kind of like the under a little bit. All right, let me uh, throw out a couple more things, and we'll see what you uh, like this week, Jeff. But looking at look, there's upsets every week. The hard part is trying to find those. Uh, when's it going to happen? What big name team is going to to lose uh, on a Saturday this week? You've got Ohio State on the road at Happy Valley. It's a noon game, and Ohio State's a big favorite against Penn State. TCU undefeated. They go uh, to Morgantown to face West Virginia, uh, Florida, Georgia, neutral site there in Jacksonville. Uh, let's see. If you want to throw Wake Forest in there on the road at Louisville, Wake just a four-point road favorite there is the 10th team in the country. Tennessee has Kentucky. Of course, Michigan, Michigan State. So, I don't know. Any of these top 10 teams, Jeff, that 
you think uh it might be on upset alert or or at least uh you like the dog in the matchup for any of those top 10 teams i mentioned yeah i mean i, I think um you know i want to say that i think penn state has a real opportunity here uh, in front of them i mean they always seem to, to play ohio state tough um you know this is an ohio state team that just really hasn't been tested quite frankly for for a long period of time um you know, when was the last time they played anyone that was any good i mean it, it's been probably all season i maybe you go back to that first game against notre dame but you know since then they have played a big group of nothingness a nothing burger if you will uh, now you got to go on the road as two touchdown favorites. So I think they lose the game? No. But there's things about Penn State that I really like. I think they have one of the best secondaries in America. It's going to be strength against strength there. You know, guys like Joey Porter and Jair Brown and those guys against, you know, the Marvin Harrisons and, and those guys at Ohio State. I think to me it, it seemed to tick high to me. It could be 38-21, but I'm, I'm in belief that, I think Penn State can run the ball pretty effectively in this game. They'll use that crowd behind them and I think kind of stay in this game a little bit. I thought 15 was a tick high. I could be dead wrong, and I think betting against Ohio State is uh, is not as <laughs> to generally win money. Right. I think for the first test, I think Penn State actually hangs around in the game. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Jeff, uh, what games haven't we hit that you uh, got your eye on for this Saturday? Yeah, uh, a team that I've I've kind of zeroed in on. I was on it last week. I've been on it recently. Um, you know, bookmakers keep listing Toledo in the fifties from a total standpoint. Um, you look at this game. I guess I should look into weather maybe as, as a reason to see this number moving down. I don't understand this total. Uh, I played the over. I mean, neither of these teams stop anybody. Toledo seemingly scores every time they have the ball and. Eastern Michigan's actually a pretty good offense. They're one of the best teams in the red zone in America. You look at the last couple of games to see these two teams clip. 52-49 last year, 45-28 the year before, and 37-34 the year before. These teams go over. This is a conference that just really doesn't play a ton of defense. Last three in this matchup, as I said, have gone over. I don't see a lot of stops in this game. I don't understand why the total is moving down, but that's been a weird thing about Toledo. Their numbers move down for some reason. I also like Iowa State a little bit against Oklahoma. Um, Iowa State, you know, say what you want about them on offense. They're a damn good defense. This is one of the best defenses in the country, only giving up 15 points a game. They've shut out good offenses before. And if you can move the ball a little bit against Oklahoma, um, you're, you're going to be able to do that. And Iowa State showed me something against Texas. That was a damn good offensive performance and a damn good defensive performance. I think they hang in this game at home. They're very tough to beat. I think they beat Oklahoma, and they continue to kind of make a weird season weirder for the Sooners. Jeff Nadeau joining us. If you want to hear more uh, about uh, what's going on uh, in the mind of Jeff Nadeau, check out Big Man on Betting on YouTube every Thursday at 4 o'clock. Also, the sit the sit down podcast and uh they do uh, also check out the dozen last night great episode uh with the con men versus frank and the frankettes and jeff uh we are on friday for the bud light pregame tailgate this week so we'll see if you're uh, available for a few minutes tomorrow and uh, talk more football with you man i will say clip today at, at four i'm actually I, I moved the show to tomorrow at four okay i have some uh I have something I have to do in my car, and I, I couldn't get in at a certain time. So I actually will announce, though, um, as of November 7th, I'm actually going to turn that show into a daily show. Nice. Uh, group. So uh, I'm going to be doing that five Oh, yeah, I forgot our uh, round ball podcast. People check that out as well. Jay Billis, awesome. right? Yeah, Jay Billis this week. Yeah, he came on, and we had a great conversation. So I'm going to be doing a lot of college hoop stuff soon. But, yeah, check out round balls. It's been a good 
a good amount of fun. I've enjoyed doing the show. I had a good interview with, with Jay, and he's a guy that's great. He knows a ton about the sport, and we talked about the upcoming season and NIL and some of that stuff. So, yeah, I have a lot going on, but you're know, just trying to crank stuff out. Awesome. Uh, Nadeau, thanks for joining us, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. Thanks, folks. Big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joining us here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back, hour two of PRL. We'll talk to Kevin Monroe about the Pirates taking a trip out to Provo, Utah, get his thoughts on the matchup. We'll do that later in hour two when we return. We'll have our NFL weekly segment with Tony Dunn from CarolinaCatChronicles.com, the C3 podcast. We'll talk Panthers. We'll talk some NFL news and notes, catch up on uh, a trade that went down and some trade rumors out there. And make some picks. And we're about halfway through the NFL season. I have a losing record picking games straight up. Times is tough. How many How many games are you behind me? 15 games behind Chandler Honeycutt. Sports guy. Can I climb the Rock. mountain? I got to climb the mountain. With Cliff Rock. We're back with you. Remember that. Myself, Tony, the sports guy, Chandler, and CJ Schaefer, Shirley Rhodes, back after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for Pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a Thursday. Tony Dunn is here, usually on Fridays, but no Friday PRL. We will have the Bud Light pregame tailgate coming your way, 4 o'clock on Friday, getting you ready for East Carolina and BYU. Uh, Michael Winstead, father of Isaiah, checking in as he does quite often here. We appreciate uh, Mr. Winstead. He says, Clip, I see the Chandler is riding on cloud nine since he got Jesse its flu shot. Yeah. Jesse, Chandler's Jeep is back. It's in the parking lot. Everything good? Yes. Jesse is a lot better than what she was. But there is a little cough still to her. That's just uh, an old age cough. That's just an old age cough. Yeah. I mean, it's the old. It's a 2002 Jeep. It's been with me for eight years now. 2002. That was only like 10 years ago, right? That was 20 years ago <laughs> okay. when that Jeep came out. Is that crazy? 20 years ago, eight years September with me, uh, over 206,000 miles on it. All right. There's a Jesse update for you. Tony Dunn is here. Hello, Tony. Jesse's cough has got it <laughs> going, going off. It's <laughs> pretty good. Tony, uh, speaking of Tony, Tony's in the news. And not the 90s R&B group Tony, Tony, Tony. No, has done it again. They have not done it again. In fact, they're not doing anything anymore, I don't think. Uh, Kadarius Tony. That's right. Goes from the Giants to the Chiefs. Interesting move. He's been missing in action. He has been MIA. 
in fact like the giants entire career i say daniel jones stinks i'm probably pretty harsh on daniel jones but uh, uh, for him like their receivers have been so they had um shepherd shepherd got hurt kenny galladay has had the weirdest career arc i've ever seen he was a beast in detroit and then just fell off has disappeared in new york and uh, you've had Kadarius tony who has a bit of a head case deal even when he is healthy i think there seems like it yeah so and he's been hurt so there's gotta be one or two other receivers that we don't know their names that are they have darius slayton I was, let me look at their receiving numbers this year and they uh always it seems like they've invested a lot in the position yeah they're know? trying and failing uh but Kadarius, what do you you know if you get him healthy on the chiefs you add a I mean, I, at Florida, he was a a gadget receiver. He would run the ball. They'd get him in screens, do all kinds of stuff. Well, I mean, he's a fast, shifty receiver. Like I mean, you could almost see them use him like Tyreek. Tony, I could give you seven years to just come up with a combination of names to name the Giants' top receiver, and you wouldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> because I've never heard of this guy. Their leading receiver is well leader in targets he has 20 catches on the year well their leading receiver is saquon barkley with 25 catches uh richie james i'm richie james but uh, darius slayton has uh 11 catches shepherd who's out has 13 david seals i have heard of him oh wandell robinson he's never a, heard of him he's a youngster that is uh that has some talent but that just goes to show you that uh the giants have been working with scraps and they're six and yeah seven and one and they keep and winning yeah. and the only person that had them winning last week yeah, was yeah, cj schaefer how the, the jags just can't find a way just wait on that because we'll talk about them uh, in a moment because they are in a find a way bowl this weekend <laughs> across the uh, pond uh let's talk panthers real quick how shocked were you on sunday tony oh floored floored had no idea that that could even happen I thought it was going to be like 35 to 3. We all look at it from the outside and say and it was. the Bucks <laughs> suck. Tom, they are terrible, like giving the Panthers no credit. So, how much credit do you give the Panthers? They got to earn quite a bit of it. It's not just because the Bucks stink right now, right? Or is it the Bucks just stink? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I think this is the fact that we rushed the ball for 178 yards, we're 74. Steve Wilkes has come back and said that we won the war in the trenches. And who we, ran the who had your yards? Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman. Oh, yeah. 118 uh, rushing yards. Chuba Chuba Chuba. Chuba Hubbard. Deontay had Foreman had over a hundred rushing yards in the NFL game. He didn't even have uh like three carries before this game, it felt like. And then all of a sudden he's just going off. Wow. It was like eleven he was great carries. For Tennessee last year. Yeah. He stepped Tony in. Tony liked him uh this offseason. Yeah, remember. stepped in and did a nice job and you know who would have thought that our Russian game got better um, without Christian McCaffrey in some ways? But I don't know. I think it's a mixture of two things. Is I think that the Bucks have struggled with a lot with injuries. Um, their defense let them down in, a, in in so many ways in this game. And I don't think I think it's kind of a lazy take. Well, maybe I'm a, I'm on the outsider on this. Is I don't think Brady is bad. I don't think he's washed at this point. I think he's had he had a bad game uh, where he missed a couple of open throws, and then in some moments where he made a crazy throw, I, I saw a replay where like he 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 put it in the tightest window ever, 
saying that he still got it at the age of 45 yeah i mean like is he still making throws like i mean he hit mike evans wide open yeah. on this uh, right on like the first play of the game almost it felt like and the guy dropped it and you go they go up seven there it's a different game because carolina's got to play a different game but the one thing is is that tom brady's been getting sacked a lot this year or the main so that they've had so many injuries on that offensive line um, so I just think it's easy to say, oh, Brady stinks at this point. He's 45. But I think that that's just kind of fallen into like a lazy outside look at it. But maybe that's just me. Uh, P.J. Walker named a starting quarterback I know. for how long? Played fantastic. Like he, moving forward? Did I, You didn't ever send me – I sent you a tweet where you guys were talking about this. What were you guys – when was it? Earlier in the week. Uh, who, were, who were you talking with as a guest on the show? Maybe it was – um anyway uh taylor heineke and oh, <laughs> pj yeah, walker yeah. win over aaron Rodgers and tom brady, and tom brady. changing uh, of the guard two two yeah, <laughs> two former xfl quarterbacks yeah. beating legends in yeah beating football. mvps heineke didn't play in the xfl aaf i'm recreating a conversation we had off the air where I mistakenly said he didn't, and Chandler was right because Chandler is a sports guy. And I had to look it up because I was like, "Wait a minute!" And it was I not the AAF, Tony. It was the XFL. It was the XFL. Oh, it was please, Saint, Saint please, Louis. Put your arm down. Dang it! Blue Bombers or something like that. Blue Ballers. We could hear it. Something like that. Blue Ballers. So what? He said you said he didn't play in there. Yeah, I forgot he did. Oh, okay. So I was, uh, I was. Look, this is the new Ugh. theme. Me being wrong. This is the new trend. And I'm killing it right Not now. being a sports guy. I'm on fire at sucking. Not sports guy. Not Clip Brock. Not Clip Brock. <laughs> not me. No, he's not. Not a sports guy. How many healthy quarterbacks do you have right now? Four. Ooh. Wait, so Darnold's back? Baker's back? Uh, I saw Matt Corral's definitely not back. Right. No, no so it would be three. Oh well, no! Four because he got Easton. Yeah, that guy that DJ Moore didn't know his name. I saw a uh, I saw a video. <laughs> I saw a video where uh, they were doing like ball fakes and stuff like that. I think Shana Quick, uh, a media personality uh, out of Charlotte, posted, and I, I joked that Baker was going too hard with his ball fake. It looked uh, like he was just trying to impress, <laughs> like going way too hard and pulling it back. Uh, but what it looks like is that you have four healthy quarterbacks with Baker Mayfield. Uh, P.J. Walker, who is the starter, no matter who is healthy. Sam Darnold's finally back off the IR. And then Jacob Eason, who we got off uh, of the practice squad. But Steve Wilkes did say that no matter who is healthy, P.J. Walker is the guy. I think the Panthers need to trade Baker Mayfield to Indianapolis. I heard you say that the other day. They are one. They're they're in the hunt in their division. Yeah. Yep. If you are born in the AFC South, you you have a shot. You are in the hunt. You got a pulse. The Colts. The com- which is we the- can almost win the AFC South. We got a shot. <laughs> which the Commanders will be playing the Colts at the Colts this week. It will not be Matt Ryan starting quarterback for the Colts. It will be Sam Ellinger, former Texas quarterback. And the very what the we're last- back. Is he that guy? Yeah, we're back. <laughs> yeah. What uh, were you gonna say? But Matt Ryan didn't have that bad of a game the last game. 
And they two games ago he had 350 yards passing. He has the fourth most passing yards in the NFL, <laughs> and he got benched for the season. He's done with football. They retired. You know, uh, they they reti- you're done with football. I think that if he plays less than a certain amount of snaps this year, they yeah. don't have to pay him as much. Ellerby actually sent me an article because we were uh, asking why that is the case, and uh, that is it. It is a contract deal. But I guess they're poor guy. They're sick of him playing football too, right? So yeah, if they thought they could win with him. They would. Look, don't worry about Ellinger or Ryan or anything. We just want Jim Ursay to keep talking junk about Dan Snyder. That's all the right. Colts need to focus on right now. Just keep it going. I do think the Baker Mayfield to Indy would be a, something that I I would be thinking about if I was all of them. Yeah, I mean, you're not using uh, his his stock has plummeted obviously, yeah. but whatever you can get for him. Um, all right, we need to get to some picks, Chandler. You got to head out of here. We'll let we'll pick a few games and then let yeah, you roll fine. out. That's fine. Uh, Chandler is in the lead at sixty four and thirty five on the year. Uh, CJ fifty seven and, and forty two, and he missed a whole week, and he's still ahead. <laughs> <laughs> if Chandler missed a week, I would still be down a couple games. I right actually uh, the next day on the. Uh, Bud Light pregame tailgate. I did rapid fire, uh, and I still did pretty good that week. Well, there you go. <laughs> Tony is fifty four and forty five, and I am forty nine and fifty. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, we're not going to retire this segment because I love the NFL and picking games, but I've got to have some kind of punishment here if I can't have a winning record overall. You're You're gonna, he makes close. he always makes a run at the end. Uh, now's the time. Uh, for the first time, we'll be picking the Thursday nighter, and that is actually, on paper, a decent matchup. Ravens at Bucks, although we just talked about how the Bucks stink. Uh, Bucks are actually a home favorite. Um, I... I'm going to take a Tucker field goal. Give me the Ravens on the road. I like the Ravens here on the road as well. I do as well. Mm. You said it would be a good matchup on paper. Wad up that paper. Throw it in the trash. Ravens by 10. Yes. Wad it up. Throw it away. CJ's a little feisty because he last week uh, won the week at 8-5. and five. All right, CJ, fancy <laughs> pants. Uh, pick this one. Broncos at Jags. Oh, this one's easy. Never, sorry, never sorry. Pick. Broncos versus Jags, yeah. not at Jags. Wouldn't matter. Never pick the Broncos. I'm glad. Hey, that's one but, thing I've gotten right. I can't do it. I can't do I'm it. I'm tired of picking the Jags, though. I'm taking, it's true. I'm Guys, taking the Jags. Are you kidding me? The Broncos quarterback doesn't take time off. He's on the plane going across the world <laughs> doing high knees and jumping jacks. In the airplane. In the aisle. Are you kidding me? This is the guy that wants to win. But he's not going to win. He sucks. The Broncos <laughs> suck. Give me the Jags. All right. Tony's going to take the Broncos. I am. Oh, no. You know, because uh, Russell Wilson also wore his pads on the plane. He <laughs> <laughs> was full unit. Do you think Doug Peterson will travel back with the team, or will he pull a Urban Meyer and get his own flight? Oh, that's messed up. Why, Why would he do that? It's messed up. He wouldn't. It was. Okay, <laughs> I was like, guys, ah, what is that? Why is Doug Peterson catching strays? <laughs> that is true. Uh, Panthers at Falcons. I think the Falcons roll the Panthers. Give oh the Falcons. man, I'm, I'm I'm going with the Panthers on the road. Y'all I got are, I got Falcons. Y'all are okay. Okay, Tony's a sad boy. You're gonna be a sad boy on Sunday. Why taking both the Broncos and the Panthers? Yeah, but do. You, 
Panthers, they got their win. Great. The Panthers got their win. They need to start losing now. Just lose. Wow, we're trying to win the division, dude. We're going to trade for Bradley Chubb right now. Do they need to? How about this? Bucks lose to the Ravens tonight. And what Tony says happens, Panthers are tied for first Sunday evening. Holy moly. Tied for first. And then pull ahead into number one if we win. Well, and you'll be solely right. You'll be tied with the Bucks, and you have the. Uh, the t- you'll be in first place yes. solely. If they show the playoff graphics, you will be in <laughs> yeah. with a home game. We're not selling. We're buying, baby. What in the what life? What is life? Whiplip Brock. He's not <laughs> hey, a sports guy. Hey, I tell you this: is Steve Wilkes is on that 2014 team, coaching that team, and they. Uh, He's been there before. They started out the season two and two. Then they moved to three and two, and then three two and one, and then went on a six game losing streak, and then made the playoffs at seven eight and one. Take that, Tony's believing. CJ, I'm with Tony. Yeah, I want the Panthers. What is happening? All right, we got Jeremy Chen back. We're getting uh, JC Horn back. And by the way, I don't think the Falcons are good or anything. They're not. Yeah. I think uh, Marcus Mariota's number on prize picks was 160 yards. It's crazy. What game has less passing yards? Heineke, Ellinger, or Walker, Mariota? What game would you want your worst enemy to watch? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. I have to watch this game. And I'm going to watch the other one. So. (laughs) All right, <laughs> wow. one more. We should just make people come <laughs> hang out with us as torture on Sunday. Um, my dad, it was kind of a tongue in cheek, but like, he if he wanted people to leave our house, like, guess he would turn on like bowling or like just find something awful to watch. Uh, now we just uh, watch my house, we watch commanders, commanders. yeah, yeah. And people leave. It's magic. <laughs> Bears and Cowboys, this will be your last live pick, Chandler, and we'll let you get out of here. All right, Cowboys. Um, I too will take the Cowboys. I want the Cowboys as well. Um, is it I should? Is it weird that I should? I'm kind of buying Justin Fields now. And fantasy yeah. football. No. Yeah. Why he gets a little rushing yards now added to it? Maybe. Go ahead. I mean, maybe. I confidence. need a. T- I need a quarterback. I mean, look, is I could start uh, Justin Fields over Russell Wilson right now. At one point this year, Tony probably thought. I but, hit the but not at the same golf. time. But you thought, man, I've got the best quarterback situation. I got Russell Wilson, who is going to have a good year. Yeah. And right now, I got Jared Goff, who's, who's number one fantasy a, quarterback. And now I got nobody. <laughs> now, yeah, <laughs> the cupboard is bare. CJ, I'll take the Cowboys. All right, Chandler, we'll let you run out. All righty, thank you. Uh, I've got the rest of your picks right here. Right. We got more with Tony, more with CJ. We'll be back uh, with more. Kevin Monroe joining us in about. 20 25 minutes or so here on the program more to go on pirate radio live on a thursday back with you after this
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Winslow's is now 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room with a brand new look. Fifth Street Hardware also has a new menu and serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 10.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow Fifth Street Hardware uh, on Instagram for the latest events and specials. It's a new look, a new name, but the same location right on Fifth Street, right beside the State Theater. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Wow. Foreman for the Panthers up there on your uh, running back rankings for the fantasy week. I know. Good to see DeAndre Swift coming back, uh, and we'll be glad to have him back in my lineup. All right, uh, we are picking games. We are at Shirley's Dolphins. Not quite our Dolphins yet, but they did win on Monday night in a punt fest against the Steelers. This is a tough one. Dolphins at Lions. I think this is the trap game. Like, I think the Lions actually win this game somehow. So they don't win on the road. I think Dan Campbell is winless on the road. He's also almost winless at home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, he's only wins two uh, in his whole career. They don't play the Commanders every week, and that is uh, bad news for the Lions. I'm picking the Dolphins, but I, oh. I would not feel great about it. I think I'm going to take... Uh, the Lions? Lions... No, they lost to Dallas last week. I was going to say coming off a bye. Would they have a bye before that? The offense has stalled. Yeah, big time. But DeAndre Swift coming back. Give me the lines. I can't believe you did that. Why? Pick the Dolphins. Why? Because he was going to pick. Why? Are you going to pick the Lions? No, I'm picking the Dolphins. Okay. Why really, do you care what I pick? Well, because you well, were complaining you off air that you are. Yeah, year? you were complaining off air that you're 49 and 50. This is probably why. Because <laughs> I picked the Lions. Yes. <laughs> Touche. Well, wait till you see what I do next. Oh no, Tony! You were asking. Uh, Chandler is also picking the Lions. You were asking what's the upset this week? Is that Cardinals? I saw it immediately. It's right there in my face, and it makes zero sense. But it's the Cardinals winning at Minnesota. That is the upset pick of the week. Give me the Cardinals. I like that one better than the Lions. I'm Thank you, CJ. I don't need or want your approval. Well, if you did, maybe you'd be 57 and 42. True. I'm taking the Vikings. Me too. Uh, Chandler's also taking the Vikings. Yeah, this is- got DeAndre Hopkins, though, in prize picks. Or, no, yeah, I got him in a prize pick with... Uh, Kyler too over what? Uh, sixty-seven and a half. Easy money for DeAndre and Kyler two fifty and a half. Well, they pass a lot. Vikings could score. Might be a shootout. So. This is my good. I think this is my good one to this week. McCaffrey fifty-five and a half. I think that uh, San Francisco is mad after last week, and they want to show that McCaffrey and them are the real deal. Jonathan Taylor with Ellinger. They're going to rely on him. Yeah. 78 and a half. And then DeAndre Hopkins. Give me that money. All right. There's Tony's uh, prize pick play of the week. <laughs> All right. Raiders at Saints. Thank you. 
There it goes. How uh, have they not won? Tough games to pick this week. I say that. I have a losing record. <laughs> it turns out every week. <laughs> what was your question? How have the Raiders not won more? Well. Did they win last week? Yeah, they beat the Texans. Oh, wow. Great win. Picking, pick this I'm one, picking Tony. the Raiders on the road. Me too. I just picked the Cardinals to go east and win. I can't pick two teams to go east and win. But I do like the Raiders, so I'm picking two teams to go east and win. Give me the Raiders. Uh, let's see. Chandler also taking the Raiders. Uh, ooh, CJ, Patriots and Colts. No, I'm sorry. sorry. Patriots and Jets. Well, you confused me. Sorry, uh, sorry. I'll take the Jets. I'm, I'm impressed with them. I, I think they're still better than the Patriots. No way. Patriots on the road. Bounce back? Yeah. Coming Two. off a uh, embarrassing loss. Embarrassing. Mm. Brees Hall out. They traded for Robinson. the Jaguars running back James Robinson. Uh, as Tony mentioned off air, does it seem like there's been a lot of trades this year? My answer immediately was yes, it does. And by the way, I mentioned some speculation there is an Alvin Kamara to Carolina rumor. No. Well, I started that one and Tony's <laughs> going to run with it. Uh, there is a Kamara to Philly rumor. Huh? And, uh, you know, Jerry Judy's name has been out there. Are the Steelers uh, selling players? CJ, what are they going to do? Sell everything, I hope. <laughs> what about Kamara to Buffalo? Woo! That's what I was thinking. That's sexy. That Buffalo could use. A running back. I mean, we kept saying that with uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that right. would be right. a good fit. And now, I wouldn't want, if I were in Buffalo's situation, I wouldn't want to break the bank for a player or anything because what you have right now is clearly working, even though your sure. biggest weak spot is still running back. But Devin Singletary is passable. Like, you could use him. You'd like better, but not for the price that maybe McCaffrey went for. To Kamara. Mm. Black CMC. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually excited about this Patriots-Jets game because I haven't watched a lot of the Jets this year, but like their coach is always like on the field, uh, fired up. They're winning games. You know they're going to have a good home crowd for this one. This is their chance to not just beat the Patriots in this game, but to finish ahead of them in the division standings for the first time in forever. I think, this is a huge game. Yeah, it is. Bel- Belichick, though, is... Like some crazy winning percentage against quarterbacks under 25, and he, he just got shook by Fields. Yeah. You think he's going to let? And but Zach Wilson throws for like 137 yards a game. I know. I don't know how they're winning. How are the Jets truly winning? And man, like, are we are we going to go crazy about the Jets beating Green Bay, who All can't right. beat anybody, beating Denver, who can't beat anybody? I'm saying the Patriots. It's the zapping. <laughs> taking the Patriots. Who is starting? This is not zapping. I know Belichick won't say who start. We'll talk about it with Tony Collins. Who does he want to start? I hope it's Zappy. All right. Uh, I think. Which, this- by the way, aren't they the same exact person? Like I saw the Bailey Zappy on the sidelines singing Stacy's mom or whatever, yeah. and it, I thought it was Mac Jones. They look alike. Well, that's racist, Tony. <laughs> Steelers at Eagles. I think the Steelers hang around in this one. I do not. I think the Eagles continue to roll. Sorry, CJ. Eagles by a lot. Yeah. All right. I'll take the Eagles. 
And Chandler is taking the Eagles. Titans at Texans. Here we go. I'm telling you, these teams play each other every week. Every <laughs> week. Every time you bring it up, I feel like I just heard you say it. Yeah. We just picked this game, but we didn't. <laughs> it hasn't ended yet. And it's just going. I, I swear, all these uh, people talking about first overall pick, all these teams, do we not remember that the Texans are going to have the first overall pick? How? Are they so bad? Uh, Tell you what, Davis Mills, not terrible. Obviously he is because they can't win. He's not terrible. I'll take the Titans. I'm taking the Titans as well. I want the Titans, but I'm not happy about it. I'm not either. Like I this oh well, all these South games suck. Yep. And well, they pick all, against the Titans and then they always win. Right. I mean, I don't know yeah. what to do. Chat I mean, it's the Just Chad the effect. opposite of whatever is gonna happen. like I whatever bet. you do, the opposite's gonna happen. We don't need to keep talking about my record, but not just you. I'm talking terrible. about with the Titans. I bet I have the worst record picking games with the Titans of any team in the And NFL. you said this before this season. Oh, yeah. So now totally. They might be that's why you're 10 games back. (laughs) (laughs) I need to go back and look at all of my Titans picks this year. Um, Tony, what what team do you think you have the worst record picking? The Panthers. Like over the years? Nah. Nah. Um, Oh, uh, Buffalo is up there. Because you had them like three years too early? Yeah. (laughs) Buffalo's up there. And who I always get a darling that I run too hard with. Uh, it's a new one. CJ, do you have a team that always that you can't figure out or that you always miss? Anybody come to mind? The Raiders? Yeah, because you've been mm-hmm. picking them probably to win yeah. this yeah. year, and it hasn't happened. Because like, coming into the season, I thought they were going to be good, but they just don't it win. It takes us a while to get rid of our uh, preconceived notions about teams. And <laughs> you mean while I picked Denver? I'm, <laughs> that, the example I was going to use was I, I got off them – and it, after getting punched in the face a few times, but uh, I'm off them completely. Are you taking the Titans, CJ? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. All right, and so is Chandler. Commanders at Colts. I'm going to take the Colts at home. I am as well. Don't feel great about it. Chandler, I'm taking the Commanders. Chandler's taking the Commanders. Yeah, this game stinks. But man, if Washington wins, they are 500. By the way, Washington, your commanders, folks. Uh, this is a 425 game that people in Eastern North Carolina can't see locally. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, commanders are a half game out of the wild card. Football's nuts, man. Game of the week. Definitely. I. This is so hard to pick to me. Niners at Rams. Shanahan owns the Rams. I'm about to go down in flames with the Niners. They have become, I'm not going to say my second favorite team because I pick on Troy about that, and it's childish to have more than one favorite team. But I, I'm i a Niners observer. Do you remember last week I said that this is a game that uh, Patrick Mahomes goes and wins, and they went and did it? Way to go, Tony. Wait, who do you oh, think you I are? I didn't pick them. Uh-oh. I think I picked the 49ers still. But I said I could see. Shame on you. Gosh, Clip, you're so jaded right now. He's like, way to go. You made a pick. So are you um, smart or are you dumb for not listening to yourself? Dumb. Okay. That's why I'm going to pick the 49ers. All right. I like that logic. I'm taking the Niners. 
I'm taking <laughs> I'm taking the Niners too. Clipping. Oh God. Everybody's on the Niners. Seems like a bad idea. Hammer the Rams. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the Rams. You know, they feel slept on. You know the line in this game? Niners are actually a road favorite. Four. I thought it was, I think it's like one and a half. Like okay. a small line. Oh man. Ah, here's another team. I'm picking the Giants. Here's a team that has screwed me this year. Oh, the Seahawks? The the Giants. I pick against them every week. Me too. And I'm picking against them here. I'm not. Give me the Seahawks. Tony is not falling for the trap. This is a trap. This is a... Everybody's probably... I don't know, man. It might not be a trap. The Seahawks might just be a better... Ooh, wait. I just almost said that. Oh, by the way. They got the Walker kit, man. Witness the Walker wonder. How about this, Tony? There is one game this week in the NFL featuring two teams with over 500 records playing each other. Giants and Seahawks this is the only awesome. game. What in the world are we talking about? This is crazy. So you're going G-Man? Yeah. All right. I, I, don't, I, Actually, I don't blame you. Uh-oh. Uh, look, you're going to look back at this moment next week. I know, but like, I really feel like I'm picking a lot of... Mm, you guys go. CJ. Quick. Giants. Chandler's picking the Seahawks. Tony, you want to go for the split, or do you want to be on Team Seahawk this week? I'm going Team Seahawks. Wow, he flipped it. You're going to regret that. Giants win. Yep, you're going to regret that. This game. Why are you picking the Seahawks? Well, I know my pick's going to lose. (laughs) Why am I picking the Seahawks? Because I continue to say the Giants are not that good. And if I keep picking them, eventually one week they'll lose, and I can be right. And I hope it's this week. I'm sick of the Giants winning. Packers at Bills. Isn't it a bummer that this should be a good game? This but should it's be not. the game of the week. Yeah. Yeah. But the Packers are a complete shell of themselves. I want the Bills. I mean, Buzzsaw Bills. By the way, I believe I read this is the first time Aaron Rodgers has been a double-digit dog in his career. How about that? we are all taking the bills right cj yes all right and cj will give you the afc north showdown on monday night football Bengals at brownies i'm glad you give it to me gave it to me first because i unfortunately have some very bad news from adam Schefter. uh Bengals wide receiver jamar chase is dealing with a hip injury that is expected to sideline him for si- four to six weeks Ooh, makes him a prime candidate for ir <laughs> Why wow. couldn't he have gotten this? Uh, I've been run into, in our fantasy league, just teams that are putting up mega points. Mm-hmm. Like, my teams have produced, and then they just run up against So, somebody. I guess you faced Chase last week? Yeah. Um, Bengals at Browns. Does that affect your pick in this game, CJ? I was actually going to pick the Browns regardless, but now I feel a bit more confident about mm. it. I just don't like the Bengals. Hmm. I feel like they're starting to feel, get like uh, in a rhythm here. You're this, probably right, but I wouldn't I'm like myself I'm taking the Bengals. You know what? Tony is right. They are hitting a, a bit of a stride here. Get mixing going. Burrow was awesome last week. I'm going to uh, stick with the Bengals here, and so will Chandler. Picks are in. Tony. Picks are in. I'm out of here. So it is Thursday. You got the Friday free-for-all tomorrow. Yes. Uh, you've got a one o'clocker on Sunday. We have so the you'll have Saturday a Madden simulation. You got which the sim. Picked PJ Walker last week to beat Tom Brady and the Bucks. Do you know what the um, how accurate it's been? It's been like on point okay. almost all season. 
All right, so uh, find out what's going to happen on Saturday. And the it game might on be more entertaining than the actual game. Could be. And, uh, uh, we also game. hit 100,000 views on YouTube this past month. Congrats. Uh, so we appreciate everybody coming. Check out the C3 Panthers podcast wherever you get your podcast, as well as on YouTube. Um, be a part of the community. Tony, have a good weekend, man. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. Kevin Monroe joins us. We'll talk Pirates and Cougars. Also look back at East Carolina's dominant win over UCF. That was pretty fun, right? Awesome. That was great. We'll talk about it with KMO when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. For the latest uh, breaking news, interesting stories, and contests that can make you a big winner, all you got to do is uh, follow Pirate Radio on our social media. Just follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 60,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Just saw... uh Jamar Chase news CJ told us about a moment ago. Hip injury. Going to be out four to six weeks. So, big blow for the Bengals. They had a stat up there, and it's a stat I used last night at Sports Trivia. I guess my stat was fastest uh, to 2,000 yards and maybe since 2000 or something because I just saw a list that said fastest to 2,000 yards since the merger, and the top three was was the same. It was uh, Beckham, Jefferson, Chase, Number four on the list, Charlie. And here's a history lesson for young CJ. Dan Marino, great quarterback. Yes, sir. Used to throw to the Marx brothers, Mark Clayton and Mark Duper. And Mark Duper was fourth on that list. Do you remember wow. the Marx brothers, Charlie? Mark and Mark? Very, very vaguely. Yeah. So uh, there you go. There's a little education. For you young folks out there. All right, let's uh, talk some football with KMO. Kevin Monroe, he joins us on the Pit Electric Live Line to talk Pirates, Cougars, and ECU's win over UCF. Kevin, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Clip. Hope you are. Yes, sir. And, uh, Kevin, I, I know you're, uh, you'll are you be enjoying the, uh, I guess, the homestead, or at least not enjoying Provo uh, this weekend. Long trip for the Pirates. And uh, you'll be back on the call when East Carolina takes on Houston. Uh, you're doing the home games this year. Andrew Bays handling the away analysis. And, man, Kevin, you've seen two good back-to-back games, right, at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, two pirate wins, including a dominant one uh, on Saturday night. Yeah, I will be uh, – matter of fact, you know, my, my son playing high school football. He plays tomorrow night. So I'll be going back and forth between his game and the pirate game, kind of on the radio, keeping up with that. But, yeah. Uh, spend them, spend the home games at home, but yeah, you're right. I've enjoyed both, uh, you know, Memphis and um, Central Florida uh, home games, and, and the Pirates have just uh, have played pretty well. Uh, specifically, the Central Florida game, they played really well. Uh, came out and did some things that maybe we weren't expecting in terms of being able to shut down that offense, keep that offense off the field of UCF that had just you know scored 70 points versus Temple. Uh, 
you know, in, in, their, in their recent win. So uh, to see them go out and perform that way was uh, was a sight for sore eyes, put it, put it, to put it lightly. Kevin, uh, just I have not gone back and, and looked at any of the game. What was your take on the, the pressure on the quarterback? And I'm sure they blitzed some. I felt like they, they had a lot of coverage sacks the other night or a lot of coverage pressure where East Carolina – had good coverage uh, in the secondary, and that allowed uh, you know a Miles Berry to slip through uh, in one case, and you had uh, you know Lampley, uh, DeBru get back there a few times. So, did you see you know what was Blake Carroll doing defensively? It looked like they weren't sending the house that much, but uh, but what did you see from your vantage point? Well, the one thing that that happened fairly early on is as they started to send some pressure, they didn't send a lot, but as they started to send some pressure. You would see the quarterback, who was a he's a very fast kid. He started to rely on his legs. He started to scramble some. He would take off from time to time, or he would just scramble outside the pocket and make maybe some ill-advised throws. And it, it started to get into his head a little bit. And uh, that's the one thing that you can't see on the stat sheet, right? When you when you see that the kid had 10, 10 touchdowns and three interceptions on the year, uh, he was completing almost sixty four percent of his passes. What you don't see is how he handles pressure and, and what he does when he's being rushed and what he does when he thinks people are coming his way. And it started to show in the first half that he didn't handle it very well. And so uh, as the game went on, literally it was just rushing him up front hard with, with, the, with the front three or front four and then sending a linebacker every now and then, and he would just escape out of the pocket and, and wouldn't make very good throws. So I think it was to Coach Harrell's credit that he kind of saw that, you know, putting a little bit of pressure on him kind of gave him happy feet. And, uh, and made him make bad decisions. And so you're right. It, even, the, even the thought of pressure throughout the game really bothered him. Kevin Monroe joining us and uh, handling pressure. The, the Pirates uh, quarterback was able to handle it uh, the last couple of games. Uh, Holden Aylers has been fantastic. And that defense of the Pirates forcing all those turnovers and Holden Aylers playing turnover-free football. We were we talked about it yesterday, Kevin. ECU 5-0 and when Aylers doesn't throw an interception. 0-3 when he does. So kind of simple to break the game down like that. But it does come down to turnovers. And, man, the last couple of games we talk uh, – I know, Kevin, you'd like to talk about completion percentage and where the quarterbacks are at where Holden Aylers is at he's been uh he's been spot on these last two games he has I think 30 for 36 over the last game um you're not not throwing a ton of touchdowns but just getting the ball in the hands of his playmakers and letting them make plays and then you know you get the ball out there to, to Keaton uh Keaton Mitchell or to Isaiah Winstead or uh CJ Johnson those guys all can make plays and even the tight ends both of them uh it looks like Jones getting it more often but they both can make plays and so having a quarterback to just put faith in his guys, to, to realize that if he gets the ball out to the right guys, they'll do the work, and he didn't have to force anything. He didn't have to make special plays, uh, just stay within the offense. Uh, and even when a play breaks down, you just pull the ball down and run it or you throw it away. And I think Holton is starting to, to realize that. And as you said, when you, when you have such a simple stat like, when you don't throw interceptions, we win games, you, you hope that that sticks. And uh, and. Coaches have said at the beginning of time, if you win the turnover battle, you'll win the football game. And so I know he knows that. I know the team knows that. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with throwing an interception every now and then, especially when you make a good throw and a kid makes a good play. Uh, but you just have to minimize those kind of mistakes. And that's what he's been doing recently. Kevin Monroe joining us. Uh, Kevin, we talked about it last week that UCF had tall corners and Isaiah Winstead was welcoming the man-to-man matchups. These receivers and, and Holden like to see man-to-man, I think. They've had success against it. And I'm one, I am I talked about this with Willie Smith, former ECU offensive lineman NFL or yesterday, and, and you can speak to it from a 
defensive standpoint, Kevin, that if so, you, you look at what Tulane did and what Navy did, you know, will teams like say BYU is a man to man team? If East Carolina is killing the man to man and struggles against the zone, like we saw uh, against Tulane, is it like too late in the year to kind of switch up what you're doing defensively? Are you just going to try to do what you do, or will you try to expose a weakness from the opposing team? What are your thoughts on that? Well, defensively, every good defense coordinator has to have a few different options. You can't just line up and just play man-to-man all the time. You've got to have some two-deep zones. You've got to have some three-deep, some four-deep zones. You have opportunities to put your guys in positions to be successful. So even if you are a you know roll-up, press-man team all the time, then it works for you. When you find an opponent that has you know the receiver threats the ECU has in Johnson and Winstead and uh, Jones and those guys, then you may have to make some adjustments. So I, I, I fully expect uh, for a team like BYU to to play some zone and not just try to line up and, and man up these receivers because they've shown in the South Florida game, they showed it again in the Central Florida game, that if you try to man these guys up, they will kill you. And that's, that's what they've been doing lately. Now, Tulane handled them very, very well. I mean, Tulane had some good corners, and, and they, you know, they made some good plays, and, and so the Pirates weren't able to get going. And so maybe UCF thought they could do the same thing. The corners that UCF had, though, though tall, didn't have the same skill level, same talent as the, as the Tulane guys, and they were beaten over and over and over again. And, and I'm sure uh, the coaches, you know, when they saw that on film, realized they made a mistake trying to man those guys up. Offensively, absolutely. You, you, you try to attack the other team's weaknesses, specifically in the secondary. If you can give yourself enough time up front with the blocking, you try to you know, put as many people in those zone areas or as many people – uh, in, in kind of you know, man-to-man beater type routes as you can and to get them out of the man-to-man. So uh, I, I've seen, you know, what Coach Kirkpatrick and and, uh, and, and Holton Ellis have done when they face teams that, that don't play man-to-man very well and they've eaten them up. So you better believe that BYU's seen that on tape and, and they'll probably switch it up and play some, some zone and man. And part of it too, Kevin, obviously, is how well your offensive line can protect. And uh, it really doesn't matter what the secondary is doing if you can't block their defensive line. Uh, and uh, I will give a shout out to the ECU O line. Uh, what did you see from those guys on uh, Saturday night, Kevin? I think they're getting better and better. I mean, you know, Hope is rarely getting sacked these days. Even in games where, they're, where, where the Pirates are losing, I mean, NC State game, Navy game. Uh, and and Tulane, I didn't see Holton on the ground a ton. He got some pressure on him, but uh, you know, NC State had one of the best defensive lines, you know, in the state or sorry, in the nation, and uh, and he was still upright for most of the time. So I think this offensive line has been just been getting better and better. They're opening up holes definitely for the running back. Uh, but in the past game, Holton has had time. He's had time, to, and, and you know, at times maybe when there has been some pressure, it could be from him holding the ball too long or receivers maybe not getting open in certain situations, maybe in the Tulane game. Uh, but just in general, I really like what I've seen from the offensive line, and they've stayed relatively healthy. You know, a guy or two will get banged up here and there, and they'll be right back on the field. So to have five guys play together all year long, it makes all the difference in the world. Kevin, uh, you made the trip uh, 2015 out to, to Provo, right? So uh, what do you, I, I've been talking a lot about altitude and stuff like that uh, this week with former players, and, and Bryce Williams said that, the altitude didn't affect him, but the dryness did. He said he would take a sip of water and then go in the huddle, and by the time he got to the huddle, he'd be thirsty again. Willie Smith said that when he played uh, against the Denver Broncos that 
uh man he felt it during warm-ups and during the first quarter and kind of caught his breath as the game was able to go on so you know altitude and uh that that dryness it's gonna be cold too kevin so uh, a few factors uh, the pirates will be facing this week it's a weird deal that altitude you know and it's you know if you go and you play one game you know it may not affect you in the first half but it'll catch up to you as the game goes along or vice versa you may get there and it may hit you right away and then as the game goes along as willie said you can start to get used to it. I can remember uh, Ryan Clark, the DB for the, yeah. the uh, Steelers back in the day, he couldn't go to Denver because he had sickle cell anemia, and it would just affect him so bad that he couldn't play at that altitude. And so it's definitely an issue. Um, obviously, I wasn't playing. I never played there. I went for a run the last time we went to go uh, to went, went to go play them, and, and, and I could tell a little bit. Just It was a little bit harder to breathe as I was out jogging. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's definitely a, a, a situation where you have to – Keep an eye on each player. Make sure everybody's doing good. Continue to, to get water to them. Um, you try to get there enough time and get out and run around, maybe um, on a walkthrough to let guys get used to it so they're not shocked on game night. Um, but as far as the cold, I mean, that's just something you have to deal with as a as a player. You're going to have cold games as you get into October and November. Uh, so, they'll, you know, they'll be as ready for that as they can be. But certainly that altitude uh, plays a huge uh trick on, on, on teams that they come in because they don't really know what to expect. And Kevin, you're facing a team that's lost three in a row the first quarter, early game, always important, but this week to for East Carolina to, you know, maybe get a lead, maybe make these guys feel like they're they're down again and, and try to get them to pack it in because this is a BYU team that was like top 15 in the country after beating Baylor earlier this year. Now they've lost three in a row. They're playing a challenging schedule, obviously. Notre Dame, Arkansas, and uh, kind of a head-scratcher uh, loss against Liberty on Saturday. But you, you kind of want to kick them while they're down, Kevin, not let them get off to a good start and because uh, they're, they're lacking some confidence right now, no doubt. There's no question. They won four out of the first five games, and they played. You know, they played. You know, South Florida, as we see now, is not very good. But you beat number nine at the time, Baylor. Uh, you have a tough one against Oregon. You beat a pretty good Wyoming team. You beat Utah State, who's always pretty good. Uh, and you, you're starting to feel good about yourself. But then you, as you said, you go on this three-game losing streak: Notre Dame, Arkansas, Liberty, and those are all good teams. I mean, Liberty is a very good team in their own right. But they got up fourteen to three on Liberty in the four, in the first quarter. Hmm. You get up fourteen to three and never score again like that. That is not good. And so uh, they just kind of, as you said, once they once they couldn't stop uh, the Liberty offense, they just kind of you know lowered their heads and said, "Here we go again," uh, because Arkansas had just put up fifty two on them the week before, and they just you know they just uh, tucked and run. So um, I don't know what to expect. I think even even getting out early. You got to keep the pressure on. You got to keep the pressure on them because you, you never know what's expecting this BYU team. And at some point this season, they're going to turn it around. I mean, you know, after after the Pirates, they've got Boise State's another big one. They got Stanford at the end of the year. They got Utah Tech mixed in there, and so they've got to turn it around at some point if they want to make it to a bowl game. Yeah, we just don't want it to be the night that they play the Pirates. That's right. Kevin Monroe joining us. We'll wrap it up, Kevin. Brian Bailey, uh, Cowboys fan, is allowing me and Washington to sit at the NFC Beast table after two straight wins by the Commanders, Kevin. So, uh, you you welcome. Can I get at least get a kitty chair or a high chair or something at the table with you guys? Well, you you may remember I told you I was going to the game, so I was in the house <laughs> watching uh, the Commanders beat up on the Packers, and I just could I couldn't believe it. Not that I couldn't believe they couldn't beat the Packers, I just couldn't believe how ordinary, how pedestrian they made uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He, he just really didn't look very good at all. And you know, if it weren't for defensive touchdowns. Uh, it probably would have been a shutout. It was, just, it was really, really impressive uh, the way the commanders played against them. And, and, and I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers and his Packers. They don't have a whole lot of talent. But 
yeah, you guys can get a seat at the table for a while. As a matter of fact, I welcome you to beat teams like the Giants. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Cowboys have the Bears coming up. Commanders on the road at the Colts this week. Giants at the Seahawks. And the Eagles will uh, have the Battle of Pennsylvania with the Steelers on this NFL Sunday. Kevin, thanks for joining us, man. We'll uh, check in with you again uh, maybe next week. And uh, first off week, and, and how about this, Kevin? Nine straight games before a bye. I mean, th- these bodies are hurting. We'll talk about it next week. But heck of a run uh, East Carolina's been on this year without any off time. It's good that they've you know gone through relatively clean in terms of injury. Obviously, Roger Harris is the big one, but yeah, you play nine straight weeks, guys are gonna get banged up. So definitely need some time off after after Friday night. We'll catch up with you during the off week. Thanks for joining us, Kevin. Yeah, Cliff, appreciate it. Kevin Monroe, a former pirate that joins us every week. Another former pirate that joins us each week, touchdown Tony Collins, will be on this hour, hour number three, when we kick it off coming up after this commercial break. We will talk pirates. We'll talk NFL. We will make you a winner and uh, have a fun final hour of the show and technically the final hour of the week on Pirate Radio Live because coming up tomorrow... At 4 o'clock, we'll kick off the Bud Light pregame tailgate. We'll take a timeout. Hour 3 on tap. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. You can shop their entire inventory online at Brown and Wood Auto or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, hour three, and we got a lot to talk about with touchdown Tony Collins. In the house. Who is in the house. Joining us today, Shirley Rhodes, CJ Schaefer, the man of Chan, Chandler Honeycutt, and touchdown Tony Collins here for hour three. Tony, how you doing, man? Doing great. Um... We got some good and bad and some ugly to talk about. <laughs> Let's start with the good. ECU, baby. The best win in the Mike Houston era, Saturday night over Central Florida. I'm telling you, man, it was like everything was working. I mean, we we should have scored 50 points on those guys if you really look at the game. But uh, offensively, we did what we were supposed to do. Uh, offense coordinated, did a great job. <laughs> I thought about you during the fifth quarter. I even said your name. Because week after week, you've been so frustrated. Yeah. And at times, I was like, is Tony, like, overvaluing this roster, overrating this roster? Because you say, we're better than this. We're better than this record. We're better than this result. You've been saying it all year long. At Saturday night, I was like, this is what Tony's been talking about. This is the team that he saw that we just haven't really seen on the field every week and they put it together the other night absolutely and now here's the thing now we got to just be consistent right just got to be that's consistent. the challenge right that's the that's what we're looking for i'm gonna tell you man i was, I was watching B, byu 
we should we should beat BYU worse than we beat the team we played last week. I'm telling you. I'm when serious. did you watch BYU? The last game? No, they, I seen they played uh, Liberty. Yeah, last, last Saturday. Week. Yeah, Liberty beat the crap out of them. Liberty. Yeah. Now I, I, don't, I don't know where Liberty is, but is it somewhere around here? It's in Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah, I mean, Liberty, man. Yeah. And, and they put a whooping on them, too. Well, that proved the point that Christians are better than football to Mormons. <laughs> so, shout out to you Christians out there. Uh, man, Tony, just everything clicking. And how about this stat? This is, it's easy to break football down when you got these numbers. ECU 5-0 and when Ehlers doesn't throw a pick. 0-3 when he does. Wow. How about that? Yeah, Turnovers are important, and it shows you right there. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you can't. When you play a good team, you you your turnover ratio has to be better than them, and that's that's what it was on on Saturday night. But but overall, it was just a, a great complete game, and it wasn't just like we played great in the first half and didn't play great in the second half. We played great the whole game. Yep, that's what's really important. Our our Brown and Wood drive of the game on the post game show was ECU's first drive in the third quarter because UCF had kicked a field goal, made it seventeen to three, came out, scored immediately, seventeen to ten. You're like, uh oh. What does ECU do? They go right down the field and yeah. score. That was huge. That's kind of yeah. when you knew that they were in control that night. And you're right, Tony. It was a, uh, a full four quarters uh, of football for the Pirates on Saturday. Mentioned the turnovers. Ayler's not, not throwing any uh, picks. But our defense, all of a sudden, has become a, a defense that sacks the quarterback, that forces turnovers. And, uh, man, it was fun to watch the other night. Defense has been balling out all year. Man. Yeah. The only, only game I, I, I look at and say, well, man, defense didn't play that well. It may be just one game this whole year. Uh, last last week it was just like, I mean, I was how, – how many picks did we have? Two or three? Well, was it three and a fumble? We, we had Jaira Wilson uh, starting the game off with an interception. We had one on fourth down. Malik Fleming had two interceptions, I believe. So we had three, and a four, and a fourth fumble. Yeah, yeah, man, it's looking good. We and should it be, stay good. We should be seven and one right now. Right? I know. I hate to even <laughs> think about shoulda, coulddas, but you're right. I mean, we could be easily top twenty-five right now, but we're not. We are. What we are. Yeah. We're looking for that sixth win to uh, to get to a bowl. Bowl game. eligible. Yeah. yeah. And it could happen on Friday night. It's gonna BYU. happen on Friday night. I guarantee we're gonna beat BYU. Uh, hadn't heard that word in a while. Guarantee that we will beat BYU on Friday night. We got Tony Collins feeling it good about his pirates. Now I'm not gonna do uh Troy like you threw out so many guarantees we couldn't keep up with them, which was a good strategy by you. <laughs> Because, but so, but we got to do something now. And I'm not going to be like, we got to have like a good thing to happen to you if you're right, but a bad thing to happen if you're not right. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah. Like it was always the bad thing. Was yeah, we never gave you nothing never good. Never gave me nothing good. Now, Troy, I don't. Troy still owes us a, a steak a dinner. dinner from like 2008. <laughs> Damn. We'll, we'll never see that. That steak is moldy now. It's like crusted over. I think the uh, restaurant he was going to take you to closed down. <laughs> it does, the building's torn down. Now, I, we got to figure out the good thing, Tony, because unfortunately I don't have anything to give you. I do have to give you uh, 25 bucks. I'll give you that next week. We'll talk about that in a moment. Good grief. Oh, my God. But uh, I don't know, man. What what can we do for a guarantee now? You don't want to mess with your facial hair or your head hair, right? Mm -hmm. uh, no mm -hmm. bodilies. You want to get a tattoo? I don't want to get no bodily injuries. Uh, tattoo? Yeah. What kind of tattoo? I don't know. Like, what would be cool? <laughs> like a TC logo or a 33? You can put your jersey number on you somewhere. 
That'd be cool. I already got it on my chest. Do you really? Yeah. Your number? Yeah. 33? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. All right. He beat us to the punch on that You get that a one. tattoo of a, like of a, uh, a Thanksgiving ham on your right? Because you are a ham man. You're a ham man. If I, if I lose, man. right? If, this, if, I, if, if the Pirates lose to BYU, you get a nice country ham. Country, country ham. <laughs> that's like, that'd be cool. Uh, I'm a ham man. There he is. He hey, says. and if I win, are you guys going to buy, buy me a ham for Thanksgiving? Yes. All right. I think we just figured it out. There it is. What's uh yeah well a country ham uh, a ham of Tony's choosing for Thanksgiving yeah or uh, or he has to get a ham tattoo let me just make sure uh, <laughs> what time do JB games start what the hell is going on right <laughs> here? see if Troy answer the phone because he loves this uh, guarantee stuff I want him involved in this I, I think it'll start to like six six or seven see if he answered we could have just called him on the station line but... Hello. hey troy you're live on the air are you uh are you tuned into the show uh i haven't been all right because uh, i've been on the phone we got your uh your buddy tony collins here okay he's feeling great about the pirates so great that guess what he busted out a guarantee for this weekend okay and i was like look let's actually have some stakes here so we i can't believe tony agreed to this but i said we should do something good if he's right but you know bad if he loses uh if ecu beats byu are you willing to go in with uh chandler i and the pirate radio family and buying tony a ham for thanksgiving uh wait hold on let me make sure i don't miss my turn hold on a second Uh, so we all buy a ham like we all go in equals yeah yeah and get a ham for thanksgiving i want the biggest ham in the store he wants the biggest ham. what's a a ham running a young man nowadays it's not that that much but but here's the other side of it tony has agreed to get a uh, (laughs) a tattoo of a ham somewhere on his body if byu beats ecu we're not paying for that no okay oh hell i'm in yeah the juice is worth the squeeze right so i chip in i chip in like 20 bucks for a ham or he gets a tattoo of a ham yes yeah what's not to like about that i agree a guarantee and tony tony could enjoy a nice ham or we can get our pictures taken with tony's tattoo on his own because he's a ham man he's a ham man this is a guarantee Tony can really sink his teeth into. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I thought you'd like this. I just want to make sure you're on board with yeah, all I'll this. I'll chip in on the ham. Count me in. All yeah. right. We're in. We're in. I, I would say I, I have some skin in the game, but I guess I have some ham in the game. Well, oh. I thought you were going to say Tony's the one with skin in the game because he'd have to get a tattoo. Well, that's good, too. <laughs> Either way, we'll workshop it when we're live. Oh, wait. We are live. All right, Troy. Good luck to uh, the Rampants. Oh, all right thanks yeah, man yeah. all right see, see you guys right. there we go we're in let's that's do it, it. That's, that's let's good, do it good payoff let's go ecu baby how's uh your lovely wife gonna feel does she care if you put a ham tattoo on yourself mm, i'm gonna put it on my ass <laughs> <laughs> right on the ham huh <laughs> let's see that ham all right well maybe we won't be seeing it <laughs> we would never verify it chandler can you verify it for us yes He's not paying attention. <laughs> no, I, I got to take over for Shirley Rhodes, who's about to leave. Okay. So. But you just agreed to looking at Tony's ass. I want you to know that. We got it on he wasn't, tape. He wasn't listening. Yeah, but we got it on tape. He agreed to do it. So, All right, we'll go take over there. 
Run away from Tony's ass while you can, because you're going to get a good look at it. Bye, Shirley. I hope not. <laughs> no, nah, Pirates are going to win. I hope not, because that means Pirates are going to lose. Right. So Tony's going to be enjoying it. Right. Pirates lose, and i got to look at Tony's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to really mess up if they lose. <laughs> That's kind of a win for you there, Chandler. When's the last time you saw an NFL player's ass? <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh <laughs> Uh, Stan oh, says, funny. if the Pirates lose to BYU, Tony gets a tramp stamp. <laughs> tramp of, stamp? Of Troy, right on the lower back. That, <laughs> now, that would be cute. Uh, no, we're going with the ham. Uh, the ham tattoo versus the Thanksgiving ham. All right, we got a Let's deal. Do it. Let's it's your, do it. That's like your first guarantee since of preseason. Yeah. That's it. So, uh, we're back. Uh, good deal. You know, BYU is favored by three. I don't care. Don't care. Don't matter. Mm-mm. All right, fair enough. Uh, you played out in Denver, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Let's talk altitude, Tony. Uh-huh. How did it affect you? I'm going to tell you, it, it, it affected a lot of guys, but it really didn't affect me for some reason. I just don't know why. I, I never I never was affected by it. Well, that's funny because you're the third, well, fourth. Kevin Monroe uh, didn't play in a game out there. Said he went for a jog last time they were in Provo, and he kind of felt, he, he felt different. Uh, Willie Smith said that it got him pregame and kind of first quarter, and then he kind of adjusted. He got used to it. Bryce Williams said the altitude didn't affect him, but – he said he would take a drink of water on the sideline, run in the huddle, and by the time he got to the huddle, he was thirsty again. Mm-hmm. He said it was dry or he had cotton mouth or something. Yeah. So like it sounds like everybody's affected differently, but yeah. it, it didn't didn't bother not, you. Not at all. as far as uh, conditioning or I mean, you know, not catching my my breath or anything like that. It didn't affect me at all. Two two other factors that ECU's facing for the first time this year: first road game with a crowd. That'll actually be you'll be able to hear and and get on you because they're going to have a great crowd, mm-hmm. and it's going to be cold. Does that bother you at all? The cold weather is is something that it's kind of. I mean, I don't know if the guys are used to it. They're not used to playing in cold weather. I mean, that's the thing they got. They they're going to have to uh, adapt to. I know they like they can't go out there early to get used to it, but I mean, I mean, if if it's not twenty five degrees, I don't think it's going to be that cold. Uh, 40, 40 degrees or something like that. I think they can they they can they can they can handle that part because you're running around and you'll be okay just as long as you keep your hands warm. It looks like uh, according to what I'm looking at, six o'clock, which is kickoff time out in Provo right. for Friday. Uh, it'll be fifty two. That's good. That's so, good weather. Kind of a dramatic drop, but it'll get down to low forty, maybe upper thirties while the game's well, low forties. Not too bad. Not That's, bad. Not too bad. That's not gonna affect yeah, anything. No. All right. So there you go. All right. Well, those are uh, a couple of factors. And going on the road, I mean you picked up these two big wins at home. Uh how you think the pirates play on the road? Again, this is their first true like big time road game. You know, when you say big time road game, it I, I I look at BYU and yeah they're. Maybe, I know maybe, I, I know they're not great. I I'm just, saying I their fans show up though. Yeah, fans is fans. I, okay, I, everybody loves playing in front of fans. Yeah, if you, if you, if you, even if they're booing you or they're cheering you on, you gonna you love playing in front of fans. So I don't think that part is gonna affect us at all. The only thing that will affect us. If we just don't come out and play ECU football, and that's what that's what we got to do. We just play like we last week. Uh, Chandler, who's our guy that we talked to at uh, AJ's last night that gives us uh, predictions? Randolph. Randolph. He's uh, he's on fa- on uh, YouTube. He says a good ham is always great, especially a honey ham. You a honey ham guy? Yeah, honey ham. 
honey boys are right over here honey, honey ham all the way yeah I, I love good honey ham uh randolph has been pretty good with his power predictions he had east carolina slowing down ucf last week yeah he did uh he gave me a 24 to 10 prediction ecu winning and i was like randolph if we can hold ucf to 10 points i'll be tickled to death and he was only three points off mm-hmm. uh, pirates were able to hold him to 13 points so we were talking about starting with your segment tony about how great that defense is and uh, they're gonna have to do it again this week and he Ooh. said they would I can't. Yep. I, I can't see why not. I'm he said. What did he really say? He said ten points not. again. I'm really trying. Ten to points lead. again. They're only gonna score ten again. 20? I'm doing my best to lead into what he said and then give Chandler the alley oop, but you won't dunk the ball. Twenty-seven. Dunk the ball. Twenty-seven to ten is what Randolph said. Thank you. We're gonna score more than twenty-seven. Now I think they might score more than ten, but we'll score more than twenty-seven. The total is. Let me look it up again. Fifties. Might be sixties. Is that huh? I'll look it up. Y'all talk. The over and under is 60? Uh, uh, let me look it up. Mm. Uh, 59, 60, 63 and a half. Wow. wow. So they're thinking they're going to score more than 10. Yeah. That was a nice double wow by you guys there, too. <laughs> so they're thinking, if I can do some quick math here, well, they're thinking 33, 30. Uh, like that's what the, the Vegas line basically is. I'm thinking is. more 45, 20. So we in, we're in the 40s, they're in the 20s. Yep. All right. I see it. I'll take that. All right, let's get a break in. We'll come back. We'll talk more pirate football. Uh, if we got time, we'll hear from Mike Houston. Also, we'll talk some NFL. The commanders are good. The Patriots stink. And we'll talk about God. it when we return. Who's the Patriots quarterback? <laughs> We're back after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop the entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is Cliff Brock. Thank you, CJ. Chan Man here. And uh, Tony Collins, the ham man, is here. And <laughs> if you uh, missed the first part of the show, Tony has guaranteed a pirate victory over BYU. If BYU beats East Carolina, Tony... We'll get a tattoo of a ham on one of his ham cheeks. And if East Carolina wins, we will be buying Tony a Thanksgiving ham this Thanksgiving. Woo-hoo! So uh, everybody wins in this one. Uh, Tony, will you be showing the fans that tattoo if you get it? Yes, absolutely. All right. Good deal. I'm a ham man. So uh, everybody's going to win one way or the other. Pirates win. We're all happy. We get to see Tony's ham. Uh, we're, we're happy as well. So I don't see a loser in this deal. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of losers, the Patriots are losers. Oh, my God. The Bucks are losers. So we had our last man standing pool, and we were one of 21 teams remaining. It began with 454, I believe, entries. Mm-hmm. 
and we were seeing that finish line and we were starting to get excited and we had a 13 and a half point favorite on sunday the buccaneers beating the panthers tony argued last week a little worried about that called it a trap game and said the patriots are going to put the beat down on the bears we overruled tony we went with the bucks we lost and boy tony was steaming on sunday (laughs) tony was angry pissed upset you probably hated me troy and ellerby on sunday i didn't hate you man i was like oh my god i told them knuckleheads tony said y'all are stubborn but you you said y'all are hard-headed y'all hard-headed we wouldn't listen to tony and then monday night (laughs) patriots went out there either way we would have got mac jones got benched zappy came in it looked good for a minute but the bears took care of the pats and uh Troy and I were kind of happy that happened just so you couldn't hold that over our heads for a year, to be honest, Tony. But we were wrong either way. Yeah. So we're out of it. And uh, so there's that factor in it. And then there's you, the former Patriot, who still roots for the team. You're still a part of the the team, the organization. The fans love you, Tony. So you're kind of looking at this thing like, what in the world happened to the Pats the other night? I, I mean, I, I, watched the, I watched the whole freaking game. It was just like... I mean, they they came out flat. You know, you're playing at home on Monday night, playing against the Chicago Bears. Now, come on, how do you lose that game? And, and this whole year has been crazy, though, man. It's just, I mean, how do how do how do the Tampa Bay Bucks lose to Carolina when Carolina has nobody on their team? They're getting rid of all their players, got rid of their coach, got rid of their best running back. Uh, it's just just. Uh, unbelievable season you don't know who's gonna win and now the bucks will probably turn around and beat the ravens tonight because that's just how it goes you just can't figure it out how about this tony there is one game and only one game this week featuring two teams with a winning record really facing off wow those teams that game giants at seahawks (laughs) i mean (laughs) those words i just said are true and they don't make no sense no sense at all crazy year man all right patriot tony what do you do uh at quarterback you brought back mac you benched him can you put him right back in and start or well, what are they going to do uh belichick is uh, from my from my understanding mac matt is mac jones is starting this week um you know they're playing the jets just that's game. a huge game so good football teams the divisional game um but i'm gonna be totally honest with you they came out and played like they played Monday night. I, I, there's no way they can beat the Jets. I believe the Jets is a better football team than, than the Chicago Bears. Yeah, but uh, what are you gonna do? Uh do you have a preference at quarterback right now, or are you ready to hit the Not market? Not really. For a I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I think Mac Jones is a is 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 a good quarterback. I mean, he just had a bad day. Uh, I, I thought they did good to get Zappy in, but Zappy couldn't. You know he's a rookie. You know, you know, putting putting him out there like that is it's a tough it's tough for the, tough for him. But and that it is. that's an issue in itself. But the shocking thing, so Belichick had just shut down the lines. I know who were at the top of the stats offensively. Then the following week, shut down the Browns' running attack, which is one of, if not the best in the NFL, yep. with Chubb and Hunt. And then Justin Fields and the Bears offense goes Ran all out. over him. Yeah, and uh, that that was the shocking thing Monday night. It's just, I mean, you look at them and they they, they played they, their defense played flat all for the whole game. You know, the offense had a little spurt. They went up fourteen to ten or something like that. I can't remember, but uh, defense just just was it's 
was terrible. And Absolutely know, terrible. Stevenson, the running back, had had some momentum going into that game. He had 11 carries for 39 yards. They only they ran the ball 19 times, including five quarterback runs for 70 yards. So, I mean, running game couldn't get going. Obviously, passing game couldn't get going. I guess the Bears have a decent defense, but you would have uh, expected a lot more on both sides from the Pats the other crazy, night. Crazy, crazy, crazy year. So, who's the favorite in the uh, – uh, to finish second, to maybe make the playoffs in the uh, AFC East, you got you got to look at the Jets. I mean, I, I, that's the only team I would see. Uh, you know, well, the Dolphins came back with Tua and won, and it was kind of ugly against the Steelers. Yeah, so you like the Jets as yeah, the second I, I, team. I like the Jets because the, with the Jets' defense, uh, I think their their young quarterback that they have is is a, is a decent quarterback. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, I think they lost their running back. Unfortunately, we're getting to injury season yeah. in the NFL. Brees Hall out. Yeah, they lost their running back. But, man, I, I just – I don't know, man. Buffalo's it's, – it's a cinch to win that division and then go on and, and, and probably – probably uh get to super bowl will they win it i don't know but they will probably get to they look like yeah the team to beat that there's not i guess the eagles but there's not really a team to beat outside of philly in the nfc i still think the niners can make a run i don't love jimmy g but i love just about everything else on that team but right now it looks like i wonder if there's a bet like afc minus points against the nfc in the super bowl like you don't even know the teams but the afc has got to be the favorite right now you know what i'm saying you would think you would think that but you know i thought the afc was favored to win it uh last year true so um yeah it is uh and the Bengals were the representative in the afc did you see where jamar chase is he's out for three four weeks yeah and so that's gonna hurt them man you know boyd's gonna have to step up and they got they got some good receivers higgins uh, so they got they got players that can play, but you know you, it's hard to to replace uh, Jamar Chase. What is going on with uh, these old quarterbacks? Is it? And we were talking about Russell Wilson earlier. Time to retire. Uh, so Brady retire. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Both of them need to retire. Russell Wilson. He he needs to retire. <laughs> Get out. He's playing terrible. And uh, they lost last week with the backup quarterback. It looks like Wilson's going to be back, but does it matter? He has looked really bad. The the Broncos have looked really bad. It's just a a crazy year uh, in the NFL with these veteran quarterbacks. And I don't know, even like fantasy, you'll have some – you play fantasy football, right, Mm -hmm. Tony? Like overall, those numbers have been down. Like you look at scores. I look at my score and the scores around the the league I'm in – I, I don't know. It's a, just a very odd year overall. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, I, you look at the teams that have been upset. Up, uh, been upset. And, you know, you look at Tampa Bay last week, New England last week. But overall, it's it's been it's been like that the whole year. You know, you, you the Giants are what six and one. The Giants makes no sense. Come on, man. Yeah. All right. A uh, couple of uh, factoids here. Robert on YouTube says uh you know could we have and i looked it up it was uh it would be the first time since was it coop and zay jones were a thousand thousand i know i looked it up and uh and found it but when's the last time we had a 1000 yard rusher and receiver uh the same year keaton mitchell needs to average 78 yards a game to make it to a thousand this year very doable yes and that's probably not even including a bowl game which those can those stats count on your mm-hmm. season isaiah winstead 48 yards a game for a thousand 
Very easy. That's easy. It gets double that pretty we, much a we, game. We may have we may have two receivers that get a thousand yards. CJ after last week could be knocking on the door as well. Could happen. So good stat there, Robert, as far as a potential one thousand, one thousand year uh for ECU. The stats to consider. And uh here is a more of a factoid than a stat. Uh Michael Winstead, father of Isaiah says Isaiah played in 18-degree weather when he was at Toledo. So okay. at least one pirate is ready for some cold weather. There you go. And Isaiah's ready in any weather. So uh, pirates should be ready to go. Tony Collins says they'll be ready to go for this weekend. We'll hear from Mike Houston in a moment, but let's take a break. Let's open up the booty bag, though, Chandler Honeycutt, because we got to give something away, and uh, hopefully you know what that is. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. You know what? I don't think we gave anything away yesterday, so we got some options here, Chandler. Oh, wow. Can you pick one out for us? Let's do, uh, how about we do this? Let's do lunch for two at tiebreakers. Lunch for two at tiebreakers can be yours if you are caller number four. 317-1250, caller four is a winner. When we return, we'll hear what Mike Houston had to say before the Pirates split town. They left earlier today for Provo. We'll hear that. When we return, more Tony Collins as well after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit, love your transformation, and before we head back into PRL, congratulations to Josh Kroom, who won Lunch for Two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m., and it's the best place to watch our favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Uh, thanks, CJ. We may have made a mistake. Redbeard points out that it's got to be a real tattoo, not a temporary tattoo, because Tony likes to play tricks, i.e. jump in the river. I did jump in the river. That was a uh, great moment. <laughs> Where we made a bet, Tony had to jump in the river, and he goes about ankle deep and starts jumping up and down, which jumping, technically he's jumping in the river. Jumping in the river. A real tattoo. There it is. Okay, Tony agreed to it. I, he's somehow gonna. It, it, it don't matter because he's gonna win. We That's don't right. have to worry about it. That's right. Uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. All right, uh, Pirates are on the road to Provo. Uh, left earlier today. Before they left, uh, Mike Houston had some final words, answered questions from the media. Chandler, let's hear that right now. Good Wednesday practice in the books. So uh, had a sharp couple of days. That the kids are recovering from the weekend. We had a lot of energy today. I thought our execution was very solid today. Uh, they're starting to dial in to uh, 
you know, what we got to do to prepare to play the kind of game we got to play Friday night. So, uh, please, please, the week so far. Questions? Coach, it's Tuesday, but I guess it really feels like a Wednesday to you guys. Do you yep. feel like y'all have caught up for the most part as the staff as far as the game plan and everything? Uh, we will before we leave tonight. Uh, you know, pretty close right now. So, uh, you know, spent, uh, you know, obviously late night, Sunday night, late night, Monday night, uh, you know, to make sure we were ready for yesterday and today. Uh, and uh, thought we had uh, sharp practices. So just want to, you know, make sure, check everything tonight, uh, finalize everything before tomorrow. Uh, that way when we leave tonight, we're uh, pretty set. How important do those rehab resources become at this point in the season? Well, it's, it's vital. I mean, that's the most... That's probably as important as the practices. You know, Herb and his uh, his staff and there they do a great job, but it's uh, you know it's a lot of treatment for guys that have bumps and bruises. But then, you know, the recovery aspect this, at this time of the year, you know, he's doing a good job in the uh, you know hot cold contrast and the moon boots and all the stuff he's got in there to help get your legs back. I mean, that's that's vital right now. Looks like it'll be pretty cold Friday night. Is, is that something you address with the team at all, or is it just part of the? Yeah, it won't be too bad. I mean, I think it's going to be 53 is the high Friday. I was looking, it's probably going to be high 40s at kickoff. Uh, so uh, I've talked to the kids about it today. I asked them if that was going to be an issue. They told me it wasn't. I mean, I've won some games in 13 and 14 degrees before. So, you know, we should be fine. If we were a soft freaking bunch, I'd be worried, but we're not. No heaters on the ECU sideline. Well, there may be heaters, but, uh, you know, ain't going to be huddled around them or anything. So. BYU known for being physical, big up front. Is that something you feel like your, your team will embrace that challenge of trying to match that physicality? Yeah, I mean, that's, they are. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's who BYU is. And, I mean, you know, the size on their offensive line, the size on their defensive line, you know, probably as big as we've seen this year. Uh, and that's, you know, how they built the program and built the team. So uh, it'll be a great challenge. Uh, you know, we've, uh, we've talked about that. We've, we've challenged our players. Uh, and so uh, they know what they're getting into. Is this the longest road trip you've taken as a head coach? Probably is. I mean, North Dakota. Uh, yep, it's it's definitely uh, west of Frisco. So, Are you excited though, just to I don't know, experience something different. I know you just want to play the game, but to get out there and experience something. I'll let you know about ten o'clock Friday night. So uh, you know, certainly you know, playing in that setting, you know, we're playing a program that's got great tradition. Uh, and, you know, has, has been, you know, at a high level for a long, long time. And, you know, uh, Lavelle Edwards and what he did there. And uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's a place that's got a lot of history. So, uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with the game Friday night. Uh, you know, we, we expect it to be a hostile environment. Uh, we've done our best to prepare for that. Our kids are excited about the matchup. Uh, and, you know, it's the next one. So it's the biggest game, biggest game of the year. You know, it's, it's the only one we got this week. So. With these road games, is it nice just to kind of get the heck out of Dodge and kind of get away from the noise? Well, it's, you know, it's yes and no. I mean, I've just said it before. I'd, if you give me my choices of where I want to play, I want to play in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium in front of our fans. Uh, you know, that's, we're fortunate to have just an incredible home atmosphere and, and great support and a great venue. So that's where we want to play our games. But, you know, if you want to have special seasons, you know, you got to be, you know, great road warriors. And so the challenge is for us to, you know, go on the road and play the way we have the last couple of weeks at home. Are there any experiences of those couple of road games this season that you can draw on? Well, we've only had two. Uh, one turned out pretty good, one did not. So uh, we know what we want, we know what we don't want. We talked about that today. So, uh, you know, I think the kids are motivated to make sure that, uh, yeah, we don't have a repeat of the last time we were on the road.
There is Mike Houston. That's crazy that East Carolina has played six home games and two road I games. I know, right? That's crazy. And uh, <laughs> still have another home game to play and uh, and three more on the road. Um, a couple of things I want to bring up, but uh, Robert asked on YouTube, hey, Tony, BYU only gives up 21 points in night games. Are you nervous? <laughs> Wait, I didn't read this properly at first. <laughs> only gives up 21 points in night games are you nervous so somebody brought up earlier that they had one they had a long winning streak on night games and a losing streak on day games yeah five straight losing games on uh during the day and then 13 straight wins uh at night and they're good on defense at night are you nervous Tony? oh hocus pocus with that man i don't <laughs> care about that I, you 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 look here it is you look at I look at what BYU did last week. I look at what ECU did last week. We just got to keep that momentum going. We can't let the crowd get us out of the game. And and that's going to be with turnovers. You can't have any turnovers. If you're going to win a game like this, can't have no turnovers. And I I think we can we can we can go out there and do that. Tony, uh, Thursday night football somewhat new. Uh, that wasn't a thing in the NFL when I was growing up. No. And Thursday night college football had gotten popular in the 90s when I really started watching football. But, like, did you have a lot of short week games, like, ever when you played in college or the pros? Never. Yeah, All, so all our games were on Saturday in, in college. Right. And yeah. and Sunday in the pros. Yeah. And, or and, Monday night. Or, or, yeah, Monday night. Yeah. So, I guess, in a sense, you've had a short week if you go Monday night and then night. Sunday. Right. Um, this Friday is a lot better than Thursday if you're going to play a, a, an earlier game. But, you know, how you're, you're such a robot during the season, right, with your routine and everything. So, I don't know. What, what is uh, one, tough about a, a short week? A one-day one day week, a one-day short week is not that bad. Now, when yeah. you get into the two days when you're playing on a Thursday, yeah. there's a lot of adjustments that you have to go through. Uh, you're not going to get uh, as much a look at the team as you want. But, uh, you know, one day you plan on Friday. I don't think that's going to be too big of a deal. I mean, heck, it's not that far off from a Saturday noon game, really. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like pretty close to it. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, and one other factor, Tony, and I know the Pirates are ready for an off week. How about nine games before your bye? I know, right? That's a, that's a, that's like a NFL deal almost, kind of halfway through the season. But nine games. So uh, those guys probably ready for off week. And that would give us a chance to get healed up. Yeah. Get ready for Cincinnati coming up. Pretty soon. Yeah, another huge game yeah. uh, coming up after this BYU game. All right, let's get our last break in. We'll come back, wrap it up with Touchdown Tony Collins here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show Welcome back to the show. For the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on all our social medias on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 60,000 followers today at PR927FM. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. 
Y'all ready for game day? Friday? Yes, sir. Friday, Friday night game day. Friday nights. Uh, Friday night lights. That's right. Four o'clock will be on the air on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. The game kicks off at eight on ESPN two, and then we will be with you late night on uh Friday night on the US Sailor Fifth Quarter Calling Show. Can you get the short clip? I should have told you to get this. Of Justin and Newburn. I think it says Justin and Newburn list. It's not the full call, but it uh, this was a call we got the other night, Tony. The call of the year. And he listed all the vices. Hold on. All right, turn the music off. Let's relax. I know you're... I'm. This is my fault. All right, start that over. All right, so turn that up. Okay, here we go. And this is uh, all the vices he's bringing to, uh, to Provo, Utah, to BYU. I'm bringing coffee, and I'm bringing Pepsi, and I'm bringing beer, and tequila, and whiskey, and more tequila, and more whiskey, and more beer. Because the uh, the Mormon folks out there don't have caffeine or alcohol, so he's bringing it all, baby, to the mountain. And Tony Collins has guaranteed, guaranteed, that's right, a pirate win. Tony, forty-seven to thirty. 47, man, fireworks. A lot of points. A lot of points going to be scored. Friday Tony's night. taking the over. Yeah, big time. Friday night fireworks. Tony, enjoyed it, man. We'll yes, talk sir. to you next week. Yes, sir. Chandler, good job, buddy. I threw you a curveball there. You took it, and then I threw you another one, and you knocked it out of the park. <laughs> CJ, good work. We'll see you fine folks back on Pirate Radio Live on Monday at 3 o'clock. We'll see you Friday at 4 on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. We hate the Bucks. They suck. <laughs> <laughs>